Hello, friends. We have not died. We have just entered a new year. The year is 2022, and I am your dungeon master. Welcome to Here Be Dragons. Uh, you know, 2020, 2021, 2022, they're all a mess, so let's just roll some dice and have some fun. Uh, yeah, it's it's been a little while. Uh, we did some fun Apalooza one-shots. Well, a one-shot that turned into a two-shot. If you missed that, I believe those are up on our Twitch. The one-shot was a, a Festivus holiday theme, followed by a birthday Fairy Princess Land theme. Um, it was good times. Those are up on Twitch. They are not on our uh, our podcasts, because our podcasts are just of the main seasons. So as a little note, go back to our Twitch we did have a few between-season things happening, I think, between Season 2 and 3. Uh, we met Glenn and Sarah on a, a holiday episode a couple years back, so that's on Twitch, but not on our podcasts. Uh, so do do take a look if you've got some spare time or uh, the drive to see more things that we've done. Um, as always, we don't have our, our commercials playing for our sponsors, but you can take a look at the left side of your screen and in chat, uh, also below our, our video on Twitch. Take a look at our sponsors. There's a lot of great things going on with each and every one of them. Uh, and, and say hi if you pop into an email or one of their socials. Uh, they know who we are. We know who they are. We have, good, uh, we have a good following for each of them. Um, hopefully, if you all ordered stuff from Critical Treasures, you've gotten it. I know there, there was a lot of fun shipping for the holidays. Um, if not... You're going to have like Christmas in February, because why not? Um, we're going to dive back into the game here in just a second, but I'm going to recap what had happened. I'm going to bring the players up, so that way if they have anything they want to say, they can. Uh, hi, players. Good to see your faces. We're, Hello. We're, oh, man. Hello. Uh, so we're, we're diving in, and as a recap, this party met during the Festival of Lights in the city of Crystal Keep. They were brought together by a, a kobold named Electrum and his goblin friends, Lockstock and Barrel. Now, they were brought together for a purpose, and that was to do a couple small, heisty tasks for one big payout in the end. And as time had passed, and the D&D world, as it does, got a little zany, um, you know... Big Bad Evil shows up when you're just trying to have your Sunday afternoon tea, and uh, things went south. So the party ended up rescuing a, a man from, an, well, stuck in another plane, a pillow fort plane, essentially, who claimed to be part of the kingdom of Crystal Keep, a brother or a potential heir to the throne. Uh, the king had said some things in a different tongue, and uh, a booming voice across one of the evening events had warned of the children coming to attack or the children arising. Now, Electrum finally made his plan clear that the party wasn't actually there for a big heist. Instead, they were there to potentially save the city and the country. Now, we don't know how Electrum came about this information, but there's been a, a small band of uh, thieves in the area that... Uh, Called themselves the Underfoot, a bunch of the smaller races uh, using their size to, to pull off heists and to steal things, and Electrum having been part of that, as the party had recently found out, potentially gained his information from there. 
So as the party was sent into the abandoned mines that were reopened for this festival of lights, uh, they made their way down on a perilous trip on a minecart that came loose and rolled down and smashed at the bottom of the mines. Now, sneaking down to the bottom of the mines and making zero sound in all of that, the party was not noticed. Zero sound smashing a cart. Yeah, right. Uh, but as the party uh, decided to follow a, a glow down one of the hallways, they had eventually made themselves to a gemstone that they were able to glimpse the past and see or hear at least a bit of what could be happening in the present. Upwards of 300 beings, creatures, souls, we're not quite sure, uh, were in a slumber for a hundred years before they would emerge and attack the countryside. An accord struck with a local farmer and his, his bloodline uh, allowed them this farmer to become the new rulers with this big bad evil. And that bloodline had an heir that would wake the children and cause doom and destruction. Now, having somewhat prevented uh, some doom and destruction, Corrigan, traveling back into the past, as they'd realized, had stuck this gem into the wall and covered it back up. And now, what seems to be about 100 years after the plan had uh, started, Voices were coming down the hallway to the party in present time. The gemstone that they had followed with a blue glow, hidden out of sight, only Corrigan knowing where it's at. And the silence and darkness settling in, in this dusty old room. The table that was once broken in the middle of the room is now burnt to a crisp as part of Corrigan's shenanigans. So there's uh, a bit of a change. But, as the party is standing in the room hearing voices coming down the hall, sounds roughly like three to four large metal-clad bipedal creatures. You're not quite sure if it's orc, human, elf, whatever. You hear voices echoing and uh, metallic armor clanging as they are walking into the room, or down the hall to the room. The party did sneak to the back, and into a side room, which seems to be a dead end, so the only way out is past the incoming group. Party. Hiding away in that back room, and some stuff I glossed over, Fizz having a map that she had seen in the past and drawn, uh, you, you've got some information, and there's also a missing item to most of you that was there moments ago. What are you doing, thinking, or uh, planning as you're kind of stuck? Where did it go? Hold on, I have to check my notes. I had a plan, and I think I wrote it down. <laughs> as a reminder uh, <laughs> to, to how it happened, as Corey's looking up, his plan or their plan that they had wrote in, wrote down in the past or something, you know, the sticky note that Corey keeps along with him. Um, Corey had changed into, I believe a bear and flipped the, the gem into the wall and ended up like rebuilding the wall in a split second. Cause they were experiencing time at a different rate. Uh, you know, setting fire to the table to make it look like the gem exploded. Um, there was some plan behind hiding that thing. 
Do I give you enough time? Do I need to sew together <clears throat> any more jokes to talk about? Uh, I mean, I don't think I'm going to find it. I know the plan was to hide it and then just let it be there. I don't know if I was going to get it and move it again. <laughs> just going to leave it. But now no one knows where it is now. So they stopped. Because they, they, they mean, found it. They know they found it and they dug it up. No one's going to be like, oh, well, we got to keep digging. So that's my yeah. process. Right. And to be fair, it's a special process. I mean, they're not going to know where it's at. We're good. I mean, most of the party doesn't even know where it's at. <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> uh, hi. Wait, hold on. Who's Corrigan? It's been a while. It's been a hot minute, guys. Corrigan Shay. Corrigan Shay. Yes. Uh, yeah. I've, I've <laughs> removed... I've removed the uh, impediment. Uh, and it's gone. It's gone now. Should cause no more problems. Okay. I didn't know you had an impediment to begin with. I should have taken the kobold to the past and left her there. (laughs) (laughs) Jared says that every day, so it's fine. (laughs) So... So we can we can quick rewrite. Suddenly, a, a pile of cobalt bones shows up. No. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I'm gonna go take it out. <laughs> well, um, I guess we just wait. Or, or do we leave? Do we hide? We can't. We, we can't hear leave. them. We hear them coming, right? And yeah. we have to go past them to get out. Yeah, it yeah. seems like they're in the room prior. The room that had a few broken gems on the floor and was quite dusty. Uh, that you'd spent a few minutes just kind of getting some uh, some freebies while you could prior to this. Yeah, I forgot about that game. part. Yeah. I forgot about that part. Well, uh, they're gonna search for the gem, right? If it's missing. Well, no, but if he moved it in the past, maybe it has never been there. So they wouldn't even be looking for it. But we remember Changed. it. Was, but we remember it. Do we remember there. it? You do remember it, but it... Oh. You were at the point of uh, of change. So some of you remember oh. it as like you saw that happen in front of you. Um, it is a bit fuzzy about what the gem does to the party outside of Corrigan. Um you remember that you saw back in time, but you're not quite sure how the gem fully played a part in that. So my plan okay. may not even work, you're saying, because time is wibbly-wobbly. Got it. Um, uh, well, let's hide. I put my cloak on and pulled over my head. I crouch in a dark shadow. As, as you're all hiding there, the boots get a bit closer, and you hear... Uh, two voices conversing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so last time they made contact with the beacon, uh, the the voice had said it was going to be down here, on a table, and we we'll find it. That that's what we need to find. Yeah, but who is this voice, and how do we how do we trust that um, we can we can get to whatever this is, and what is it supposed to look like? He said a, a blue glowing gem, something like that. I'm not I'm not noticing any glow in this room and 
this table's all burnt up. Well, well, maybe it's further in, uh, in the back, uh, that dusty corner of a room. Uh, I need all of you to roll stealth if you're trying to hide uh, at advantage because you're you're already kind of hidden away. Is there a rock laying around? There's small pebbles and stones, yeah. I am gonna, can I take one and um, I'm gonna imbue it with like light so that maybe it looks kind of like the other one. Oh, it looks like you're gonna try and imbue it with like a blue glow? Yeah. Okay. And the light, I guess, has a five foot radius or whatever. 18. 18. Eljoy Lily Fizz on your your advantage stealth. 21. Uh, Glenn, what did you say over there? 16. 16? 21. 21. Well, all of you stay hidden. Uh, there isn't a uh, there isn't any notice of you. Uh, they're not actively searching for something. They just kind of peek in the room, and the perception roll was low enough that they don't notice the four of you hiding there. Uh, it's dusty, and the room that you're in seems to be kind of a spot where it's a bit more refuse. Uh, some wood pieces, a bit of stone had been thrown in there. It looked like there was a project going on, and they just abandoned it all of a sudden. Uh... And as, as you notice that, uh, and the the group notices, the two voices converse again. I told you not to trust them. They're, it's just a voice in a stone. And who's to say that we're going to find this magical power down here? And then down the hall you hear, we, we've, got the, we've got the metal net. Are we ready to, to carry the thing up? No, no, it's not down here. We must check one of the other rooms. It, it, I guess... Directions were confused, and the voices uh, start like muttering and mumbling, and they walk off. And you hear them oh, walk so they out of. My rock? They no, uh, they had turned around pretty quickly as you were scrambling to get your your stone up. Uh, also, I gave you a little bit of leeway because if you were to light that thing in the room, they would have come in after you. So, I let you have it for a moment. Uh, I'll just I'll just pay it back later. <laughs> Uh, but so the the voices uh, and the footsteps walk back out, and you hear that they get somewhere into the the large first room, or even further into like the the lower caverns that you had initially entered in. Uh, and things go a little bit quiet. You hear some distant footsteps walking away ish as they are getting quieter. Okay. Do you recognize any of those voices? If you want to roll history on any of that, you may. Yeah. Aw, but I replicated the stone for them. And it's now starting to glow blue in your hand. 23, all right. Uh, Eljor, did you have a roll on there? Or... No? It's like all right. Six. Six. You recognize that they're voices. Well done. Uh, Lily, <laughs> one, of, one of the voices sounds... A little familiar um you can't okay. quite place it you feel like you might have heard it at the party uh, but when you were at the party you were you're rushing about uh serving food so you heard a lot of voices that night uh it did have a, a similar tonality to 
potentially one of the the groups in uh, a couple of the corners that we're doing business meetings is what you believe it to be. Uh, but there isn't like one okay. certain person that you can point it. Okay. What are we doing, party? I think we should try to leave. Should I leave this oh, here? Jared. Hello? Leave no. which part there? I made a rock that looks like it's glowing. Oh, she, right, right, right. She's got a glowing rock now. I already rock. forgot about it. <laughs> uh, How long will the fake yeah. rock glow? Huh? Leave it there. How long will the fake one glow? Forever, sort of. Sort of. Sort, Un sort of until... bothers me as a modifier, I'll be honest. Well, like... <laughs> Well, like, I did the, let me, I'm trying to think. I did the thing with the thing in the hall where it's still making noise, and then I did this, so I can do this to, like, two more things, and then if I do it to something else, then it'll stop. But it's going to do it until I, yeah. So sort of forever. Not forever? That's why we don't give Honestly, cobalt tools. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like the idea of having a, uh, a decoy that could be that could be beneficial, but we do have Just to get out of this pocket. mine. Okay. Isn't there supposed to be some like children down here? Wait, why are children playing in a mine? That sounds unsafe. I like the, the deep, dark, scary, like oh, those sort of children. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. Didn't we those have children. this argument last time? <laughs> seems seems like we've tread, uh, tread like this it's been path. a full month or something. <laughs> yes, it's been a it's been a while. Uh, I believe <laughs> I believe you did get uh, some information when going and looking at the bookstore or the the bookseller uh, down the road that the children were uh, people in this um, occult that had been like brought up to a, a higher tier, and then nothing was said of them after that. So. You know, people with magical, demonic powers and such. Wait. I'm waiting. Glowing talking orb. Do you still have that talking thing in your bag? I mean, unless it left, yeah. This, you think he's the one they're talking about? The stone with the eye in it? Yeah. Well, weren't they looking for the one on the table? Yeah, but they talked about something else. You know what I mean? The thing they described sounded eerily similar to the thing that you have in your bag right now. I jump in the bag and I go, I show the thing, the little rock I just made, and I go, are you the thing that the people are looking for? The eye turns and looks at you. And you hear a little bit of a <laughs> quite a trick on that rock, but um, it's glowing a different color than I've seen, so I'll oblige. Well, which people are looking for which thing? Because plenty of people are looking for things, such as one had lost their key, another had lost their sock. 
Well, the people that just came down in the mine, I'm sure you heard them too. And they were looking something about a stone with a voice that told them to look for something else. Show, show me this mine. And I pulled it up out of the bag. So out of the bag that Fizz had dove into, you see a, a stone about the size of a human head, uh, a, a faint bluish color with a large eyeball in it, and it's rotating freely. And you see Fizz's little claws holding this thing out of the bag. Um, and it's it's got an active connection to Fizz. So Fizz is hearing the, the talk back and forth. And Fizz, as you pop the eye out, uh, the rest of the group, if you look at it, you notice that the, uh, the eye's um, focus gets really big and it like takes in the room and rotates around very quickly. Um, Fizz, you hear, what are you doing in this place? I don't know. We took a mine cart down and then there was a stone and now the stone's not there and it was blue or something like that. And... A bright blue glow? Kind of like this. But not really, I guess. And did you touch it? I don't know. I don't remember. And as he's got a connection into your mind uh, and speaking to you, uh, Fizz, you feel almost like a poking and prodding in the back of your head oh. as if something is like poking under the skin just a little bit. And then you hear, you don't remember. Well, it seems something has changed the timeline. And if it's not changed drastically enough, there will be war on our hands in a few days. Okay, so there's going to be war, but are they looking for you too? Or just... I was part of a large stone the central piece and as they broke apart my stone there was a magic bit here and there that um evil groups had harnessed so that stone was part of you at one point yes okay i'll let the others know so as you pull the the stone back in uh with the eye uh, you you see the eye kind of just like rotate down as if it's going into some form of thought. Um, and I kind of like rub the stone. <laughs> you just pat the stone. Uh, and then uh, Fizz, as you climb out of the bag, the rest of the party didn't hear any of what was being said, but saw the eye kind of moving about as if it was taking in the room and almost in uh, a, a moment of discussion. Fizz? Yeah. You want to say anything? You you stepped yeah, out of the bag and they're all staring at you. Yeah, I'm just staring back. Did you talk to it? Oh, yeah. He was quite helpful, actually. He said something <laughs> about... Um, okay. Time has changed, but... Um, if it... If it changed too much... If it changed not enough, there's going to be war. And, oh, that blue stone used to be part of the eye, which was part of a bigger stone or something like that. And then there was something evil. That's a lot. That's <laughs> uh, 
I thought we came down here to help avoid the war. Am I wrong in thinking that? I don't think there was a war on the table before just now. What war? I thought we came down here just to get information. I thought we came down here because we wanted to ride the minecart. <laughs> Valid. That was uh that was definitely a perk. We did it. It's one one of one of okay, four accomplished. We're we're started strong. But <laughs> we were we were looking for information about the children. And then there was something in y'all you got y'all y'all. You know the Irish y'all. Um, y'all <laughs> going to fight going to fight the king or something, because the king's not the king. Uh both by line and there's a demon inside there, I think we worked out. Mm. We're in a cave. My brain still feels funny. So, should we get out of here? What if we follow those people trying to get the stone? That at least that, takes us like somewhere. Yes. We know who's looking for what. Well, they were looking for... Just to make sure he doesn't get the stone. Wherever well, he you asked put yeah, it. the stone's gone. It, it's it's hidden away. Well, he did Normally, ask me a, in a safe really... place. I will ask me a weird question, and I couldn't remember the answer. And then he poked my brain, and he poked your gone. brain. I don't know. It felt weird. It was like pokes in my brain. I don't like the sound of that. He asked if I touched the stone, and I said I couldn't remember, so he poked my brain, and then he said, hmm, you don't remember. I was like, duh, I just told you I don't remember. <laughs> he doesn't trust you very much. Apparently not. Mm. <sighs> but apparently the color of my rock is pretty cool. <laughs> Yeah, considering he talked to you for just a shiny rock. Maybe you two are becoming friends. Maybe, I've never heard him talk that much. I'd like a friend rock, that'd be nice. Friend he could tell me all sorts of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you can make it your pet. Just well, don't tell him that. Yeah, that's weird. Yikes. Rock, I've heard of that. So, so I I shouldn't tell Glenn that he's my pet, not my friend. What? Pet friend. Pet cemetery. What? What's that? Phoenix. I follow. I follow the guys looking for the rock. You follow the guys looking for the I rock. Also, do that. Yeah, once again, our group uh, does not have an intelligence person. Maybe they'll like no, this one not. instead, and I go running after them. <laughs> Funny thing I... is, I'm sort of intelligent, but like, not in like these sort of ways. <laughs> well, I'm supposed to be very intelligent, but 
Not in these sort of ways. There you go. You're just like, I want to tinker with things. Yeah. Right. Now, as you're all running down, well, as Fizz is running down the the hall and you're all walking back out uh, or flying if you're Corrigan, and you get to the main area where the cart had smashed, you hear the voices across uh, the, the chasm. So there's a there's a bit of a chasm in the pit that uh, as you smash the cart down, the hallways that you went down were straight ahead from the the line that you were just on for for the cart. But if you were to go to your right, there's a bridge across a chasm, and it looks like there's some more rooms down on that side. And you hear the voices on the other side of of this bridge, and they seem all sorts of confused. And you hear a couple shouts. I checked this room already. Well, check that one. I, I'm not seeing any tables or any blue glows. And there's just a bit of chaos. And you hear a few smashes of uh, old wooden tables or chairs or, or cupboards or whatnot. Uh, as it seems like they're just kind of ransacking the place to figure out where this this gem they were looking for had ended up. You cross the chasm. Do you go back up the the circular path that leads you to the top of the mine uh or do you, you just hang path out? out right now if we wanted to yeah you do you could follow the, the walk path up but it would take you most likely about 10 minutes of walking because it's a spiral path up to the top uh and your mine cart is in smithereens can you drive a mine cart magically you could find a way Magic finds a way. But not when it's blown to smithereens. No. What are smithereens? Hi. Small pieces of smithers? Yes. Little smithers. They're smithers. They're splinters? Real story is that's how you actually get a smith. A bunch of smithereens to get together and then they make a smith. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man. Yep. Broken. We get it. Uh, <laughs> I say. Done. I, Good night. I, I say. Well, we're left with two choices. We can either GTFO up right on up after a long walk, or we can go the other way. I'm a different. I could turn into a bug. We need information. I mean, I mean, we do need information. I don't really think we've gotten much yet. You think they would trade information for this pretty blue stone? It's worth a try. Here's here's the question. We could always pretend to be like we're with them. And here's I the question I have. in that room. Uh, what information are we after? We don't even know. Who's going to war, by the not. way? I don't know. You were the one Nami. that talked to him. Where's where's our friend that we rescued from the the pit or the 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 dimension? Oh, oh the dimension? Yeah, the where's dragon? that guy? Uh, he is no. back at our oh. shop, resting. Dragon? I feel like dragon? He might have a lot of stuff. Dragon? Not not that friend. I oh. mean. The, the human the, friend. The, the brother, the king of the, the brother of the king is not really the king. So I guess the right. brother's the actual king. Mm. But he was stuck in the tent. 
What do we got about? Remember, there was a whole thing. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe it was like eight hours ago. Yeah, we put him in a bag. Oh, I know. I had to do all the work. Yeah, yeah. You put half his body you in a bag, and it was it was very scary. Yeah, yeah. He's carrying torsos he, around. But I he killed is, him. He's at our home base. At our house. Right? You go have a talk with him. Yeah. I mean, I think he'd probably have the most idea of what we're supposed to do. I mean, I we feel found like this that rock guy down here. AB. That guy's been living somewhere else for a long time, though. Yeah, he may I mean, not he's remember. He's the only one with any connection to the royal line. To be and fair, I live somewhere else. Could possibly be in contact. Same. I'm not from here. Like, to be, to be honest, just between... And I imagine we're walking during during this. Are you walking uh, up, then? Yeah, I believe so. Okay, so you're, you're walking the spiral path We would have gotten a up. safe distance away once we decided to go. Once we were a safe distance away, we talk in hushed voices, but for the purposes of stream, we keep our voices loud and clear so that Perfect. our audience can understand us. <laughs> I don't know how to talk in a hushed voice, though, so... I just... I think, between the lot of us, I think we're trying to solve a problem, but we're not clear what the problem is we're trying to solve. Hmm. As you're Valid. continuing your walk up, uh, you you hear some noise down in the pit, and you see from a distance, you're seemingly about halfway up. You've got another 50 to 80 feet to climb, and you're about 50 or so feet over the level where the bridge is at. And you hear a shout, and it's kind of faint. Uh, it echoes uh, in such a way that you believe you hear, Hey! Hey! What's that? And you see a, a few of the the people down about 50 or so feet come out into the, the open and they look up at you and you're, you're far enough away that uh, hushed tones aren't heard, but uh, voices echo through the chamber and uh, you can you can see in the dim light uh, that they all look to be uh, in in leather armor with some metal plating uh, uh, on top on like shoulders and shins and a piece across their chest so very like light add-ons to a, a very dark leather armor uh there's there's four so of the people the guy that came into our our room from this distance you would probably be able to say maybe it's similar you don't see too many dark leather uh clad folks um, and you did see a squad of four dark leather clad folks before throughout town, uh, but they weren't wearing any metal attachments. Uh, today, if it's the same group, they are. Uh, but they they see you and they they see a blue glow of a stone in Fizz's hand. And you see two of them rush off to the, the slope that would lead up to you. It'll take them a about 30 or 40 seconds run to get up to you uh, because it's a wide looping chasm to, to slowly walk up. And you hear them starting to hustle up and the one who seemingly shouted is standing there with a torch in hand and continuing to shout things. But over the, the footsteps and stomping and other hustle, uh, you can only hear the words stop right there and some other commands that are being shouted. Um, 
Uh, they but, definitely but, don't look like City Guard, right? No, they they don't look like City Guard. They look a little bit more uh, Eldor, especially to you with a little bit of understanding of uh, weaponry and, and fighting. Uh, you'd see them as potentially um, clad in such a way that they could move quickly, and they have armor in specific spots to protect, like their dominant arm and like their chest. So they're they're definitely ready for quick, uh, fast action type fighting if oh if they interact with you okay so you you would notice that being a rogue and having some of that nature yourself that it's like yeah they're they're ready for fast action not like heavy full-on battle uh and the town guard all seem to be a bit more like fully clad ready to go to war if need be yeah. standing stoic type things so we need to get out Actually, do we see a, a number? How many of our, how many are there? Uh, it looks like you still see one at the bottom, about 50 to 80 feet down. Uh, because the chasm is wide, they're actually probably about 80 or 90 feet at an angle to you. Um, mm -hmm. So, And you see two rushing up. You see them on the other side uh, running up the looping that you've been walking up. Um, and they're hustling. You... you see that you've got a little bit of time if you need to do anything. Um, but because of the way it is, the chasm is built on such like a funnel shape and the path just continues to rotate out and up. Um, so you're basically mildly visible the entire way unless you hug a wall. Um, the one guard stays at the bottom, two are running up and you're not quite sure where the, the, the fourth one is at. I'm just going to say, hug the wall, let's go. All I'll right. try and usher everyone forward. You said hug the wall? Hug the wall and mm -hmm. let's go. Like, actually hug the wall. Stay so close I, to the wall. So I end up going like this on the wall, and then I'm like... Turning and putting your face the... against the wall. Fizz, uh, that that slows you down. You're uh, you're about ten or fifteen feet behind the group as they're hustling along. Uh, you told me to just fly up. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 uh, no, no. And when I see her do that, I like, I give her a, like a light grab with mage hand to just like lift her hand up and be like to guide her forward. Just stay close to the wall. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> uh -huh. And starts hustling. Uh, yeah, Corey, you you've got wings. You can you can just fly right on out of here if you want to bail. <laughs> Yeah, I want to. I mean, I want to hover or I want to fly, but in the middle of this this funnel, so like, oh, away right. from the walls, but able to take in all the things. Yeah. yeah so you got a you got a very good view. You see your your party, uh, kind of on the outside of the wall, hustling in a slightly crouched down manner. Uh, the other two rushing up and over from uh, the main. I'm getting a dog over here. The other two rushing up. Uh, <laughs> through like the, the main path behind, not hugging the wall, not trying to hide in any way, shape, or form. Uh, and they're slowly gaining on your, your party there, Corrigan. Um, you think that your party only has to about three quarters of the way up before they'll, they'll get caught, uh, unless something drastic were to happen to, to help them out. How wide is the walkway? The walkway is about six or eight feet wide. Uh, generally six. There's a few spots that are like outcropped a little bit uh, that seem to be either some harder stone or marble that was hit that caused 
uh, a little bit more trouble carving the, the clean uh, funnel shape. Um, the walls aren't loose stone, but they're, they seem with enough firepower that you might be able to do some damage if you wanted to cause a little bit of a slide. Uh, the steepness from uh, level to level, uh, each level <coughs> is about eight or nine feet below the, the previous. Um, so you have to take, I think, like 15 full laps from the bottom to the top to, to get all the way out. Um, so it's it's a fairly steep drop to each one. It's it's can I quite chaotic? Here. <laughs> oh no! What if? <laughs> what if I were to summon a baby elephant on the path behind us and just send it down the the funnel, like running down the path? They couldn't get past it because it's a baby elephant. Yeah, I mean. And I do, I do like trunk is wild, so it's probably gonna slap some dudes. I do like that Glenn had muted, but we still heard him laughing in the background of Sarah's mic, which was incredible. I was sniffling. Oh, you still heard it on Sarah's. We still Dang heard it. you laughing. So it means it means that uh, it was a very good idea if we can hear Glenn projecting to someone else's mic. When we hear it on Jared's <laughs> mic, then we know it was a great idea. Uh, so yeah, yeah, you could you could try that. I'm not stopping you. I'll, I'll dictate what happens on the other side. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's summon a the beast, a, a baby elephant, an adolescent elephant, an adolescent What's elephant. What's his name? What's his name? What have you named this? Trumpet. <laughs> Trumpet the elephant. Uh, as he as he appears, and his his little. Uh, trunk is flailing everywhere and his tail's going and he's excited and starts rushing down uh this pathway as if uh cory had told the elephant that there's food at the bottom and playthings for him to go enjoy and be uh quite the the child down there uh so this little elephant's just rushing through and just stomping ahead and as as he sees the the two guards rushing up at him, uh, the elephant slows for a brief moment and looks around as if there's nowhere else to go, and then just starts charging forward, uh, head on to these guys. Um, and as he does, ooh, uh, the outer one failed the dexterity save and gets hit by the trunk and knocked off of the side. Uh, and just shoved Falling. because there isn't there isn't enough space. And the man goes bouncing off of one of the platforms below, uh, and then ends up not able to gain his his footing before he slides into the abyss where uh, the the bridge was was crossing over. And you hear the tumble and clash and clang when the metal on his armor hits a couple times, and then there's almost an eerie silence for about five seconds, and then you hear a thud. Uh, as however deep the abyss is, uh, that man splattered in it. Um, he's gone. Uh, the baby elephant keeps running down uh, and ends up getting down to the bottom level and looks around and you hear him trumpet a few times and make a loud uh, raucous as he's just like trying to figure out what is down at the bottom of this, this <clears throat> platform here. The other guard gets shoved into the wall and 
takes a moment to regain his footing, so the party gets a little bit more uh, space to escape. Uh, Corrigan, you believe at this point that your party should be able to make it to the top before the one guard chasing them uh, makes it to them? Or the one the one armored uh, fellow makes their way up there? Uh, you still don't have sight of the fourth one. The third one is on the bridge, and you saw, uh, you saw him look over and watch as uh, the one who had got toppled off uh, fell to his doom, and then he looks back up and starts shouting uh, profanities in multiple languages. You hear Orcish, uh, you hear Elvin cursing your mother, uh, you you even hear uh, some strange form of draconic that seemed almost like a an anger battle cry. Uh, so whoever this person is, he's at least uh, been to been to war or been alongside multiples that. The, the draconic uh if that's one of your languages yeah you would have you would have known it to be uh very uh not dirty isn't bad but like a a dirty rendition of uh, a couple swear words that like uh you might have heard from um a military member or or some sort um sorry i had had my microphone when i off when i asked that so yeah people so, know i had asked if I yeah. knew what he was saying because I speak Draconic. So our little kobold asked if she understood. But yeah, it was swears of all sorts of languages. This this man is well pissed off, and he knows how to say it in uh, quite a few languages. Uh, so yeah, you've got, you've got one approaching from the rear that uh, the rest of you don't know exactly when they'll catch up, but you feel like they'll still catch up to you at some point. Uh, Corey believes you'll make it to the top. One is missing, and the the potty mouth is standing on the bridge, just staring at you all. I'm literally just picturing that guy on the bridge going home at night. Just like, ah, oh, what's wrong, honey? Oh, Frank's dead. What happened? It was in the mine. Yeah, <laughs> elephant. Like, <laughs> An elephant out of nowhere. Elephant <laughs> in the mine. I don't know what happened. <laughs> But I uh, I suggest we we vamoose party people party people yeah, yeah. let's do I it I speak with did, did Lily just go like New Yorker there let's do it I'm walking <laughs> in Lily <laughs> just the, Lily pushes forward and just like struts her way up there like I'm walking in. <laughs> Forget about it. Yeah, every New Yorker in the world wants to kill us now. Cool. No, I know. I know they do. <laughs> uh, you can send your, your death threats and letters uh, to the P.O. Box 1234 in the state of um, insanity. That's where Forget we Forget about it. That's the name of the state. <laughs> oh, no. Forget about it. It's the name of the state. Okay. So, and Scald's Tale instantly goes on lurk as they're looking up all of... Uh, <laughs> Our addresses to send. Let the record to... no, show kidding. that I did not do a New York impersonation. <laughs> Lindsay's like, <laughs> at this point, they got swatted, all of them, at the same time. <laughs> but Lindsay somehow is okay, and she's only four feet away from the dungeon master. <laughs> Social distancing. You know, I think we just push it. Saves lives. Get out of here. We accidentally killed someone with baby elephant. You know, like. 
bail. All right, so you you all keep running up. And as you get up to the, the main level, uh, and you see the, the entrance just up ahead, magical glowing lights are, are kind of hanging on the walls that you recall. And this feels a bit more like a museum. There's, again, as a reminder, plaques and various other things talking about the mine's history. Uh, and there's a, a few small glass cases that were showing off some gems and tools. Nothing of any uh, high value, especially now that you've seen some larger gem pieces. These ones look tiny in comparison. Uh, but you get up to this point and you hear the footsteps rush up behind you of this one guard um, that had been chasing the whole way up. And slightly out of breath, you hear, Stop! What are you doing? What's that in your hand? And he's pointing at Fizz that's got the blowing glue stone in, in her hand. Bowing glue? Mm. Oh, man. That's a spoonerism there. That's because he's been glue. hanging out with me, too. Spoonerisms are <laughs> so much fun. And I actually did that in a meeting the other day, and everyone's like, Yeah, <laughs> cool. Glowing blue. Glowing glue. <sighs> Mm. They say, what's that? And I'm yeah, like, at the glowing glue. Is that what the kids glue. are doing now? They're blowing glue? They're blowing glue. They're not huffing <laughs> it. They're just blowing it just to make sure their art projects are are dry and hang well on the fridge. The so the glowing, G-L-O-W-I-N-G, blue, B-L-U-E, okay, glowing blue object in Fizz's hand. And that's probably clipped to all sorts of uh, fun now. So have fun clipping. Have fun sharing. It is what it is. So you just yell, what's that? What's that in your hand? And he points at the glowing blue stone. I look at my other hand. I go, I don't have anything in. The man looks at the hand that you're just, my... you're not showing. Yeah. And... Well, I mean, I didn't hide it. So... Well, the one that you're not hand, like putting up. And he goes, that stone. Where, where did you get that? This one? Yes, precisely. The stone in hand. I made it. And he starts walking forward, a hand on a blade at his side, uh, and just kind of grimaces and looks at you square in the eye. Hand it over. That doesn't belong to you. Bro, she pulled it out of her pocket. I made it. But if, I mean, if you really want it, I guess, like, I'll take it as a compliment. Like, there you go. You just hand it over to him. Yeah. I was I was half expecting you just like with the uh, elephant. <laughs> we barely avoided getting run over by that elephant. We tried to say something, but you know, running. Oh. Yeah, what? how did that guy get in here? That elephant? What the heck? I've seen that an elephant weird. around here for a long time. It was weird. Yeah. But what were you running from? You, you started yelling at us. You started chasing us, so hole. we started running. If, if you what were... would you do if you were in creepy minds and someone started screaming at you from below? And then well, an elephant appeared running down the stairs. If you weren't causing any harm, why did you run? Because you started chasing us. You scared <laughs> at us from, you screamed at us from a dark hole. Let's play Man. a game. You go in a dark, scary cave. You go in a dark, <laughs> scary cave. We'll hide somewhere, and then if we scare you and you don't react at all, then you'll be right. <laughs> then you'll be right. The huh? the man the man looks across the group 
and shakes his head and kind of backs away and gives you a grimace, a look almost as if he's watching you. And then he turns and uh, hustles back down the pathway. Um, Enjoy and, your stone. Tell your friends. And as as you're yelling behind him, he's actually yelling out, I think I have it. I think I have it. And you hear echoing and uh, you hear a bunch of footsteps as if like the group of them is coming back together. We should go. We should go. Let's we should go. 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 Yeah. <laughs> why? Yeah. Why did we stop? Let's go. Keep going. Uh, you oh. rush. You oh, rush no. out the front of this mine, and it's quite dark outside. As you'd gone in in the the early evening, and it is now into about the nine or so p.m. time frame. Uh, there's lights glowing everywhere on homes. There's fewer people out than the last handful of nights, uh, but there's still quite a few people uh, kind of walking throughout the, the town. You hear laughter and giggles, but you also see a lot more presence of town guard um, as you make your way back into the main area of, of town. You can go back behind the, the inn to lock, stock, and barrels if you wish. You can go back to your uh, little sewing palace where you've got your potential king friend. Uh, you've got a lot of options. You could leave here, get on a boat, and never come back. Party, what do you what do you want to do? We should go back to our place. Your our place, house. the yeah, house the above. Of our sheep. Oh man, the <laughs> yeah, the little the house. Compound. Yeah, the comp compound. Yeah, yes. that's the right word. Okay, that works. We'll go with it. Uh, EOA. EO. Oh. <clears throat> base of operation. Boo. Uh, so, ah. as as you head back there, uh, the the streets, like I said, have some party goers moving about. But because your base is on a quieter, older part of, of the town, all you see in some of the windows are some uh, glowing stones that look as if they were handcrafted. Uh, a few of them have some chips in them as if they're old, old pieces uh, commemorating the first festival of lights. Uh, but they're they're glowing bright, bright colors. And uh, Do any of them catch my attention as being similar to the first one we saw? The first one being the one in the mine? Yeah. No, all of you, as you notice, uh, these seem to be very like magical effect, like it's for like the, the party, uh, putting out party lights type things or holiday lights. Um, so it's it's a bit more playful than like a, a stone that's emitting a ominous blue glow. Um, so some of them actually seem that they could be a, a very solid stone with just a glow on the outside to make them look like some of the the gems. Um but it's it's still lighting up this uh, pathway to your door, and your home slash shop is the only building on this little street that doesn't have lights going on in the windows. But there's a there's a faint candlelight glow coming from the upper window uh, where your friend is is enjoying his time or at least hanging out. Uh, you're free to enter if you wish or converse outside before you go in. Or take a bypasser. I don't know. What do you want to do, party? 
I just want to go in. Yeah. But we're gonna, we got to talk to the guy, right? What we got to figure out what we're doing. He's in the uh, hospital, right. isn't he? Yeah, he he'd uh, always, as far as you understand, he stopped outside to get a little bit of food and then came right back so earlier. So just yeah, go in the house, I guess. And as you make your way through the shop and upstairs, he's sitting on the floor with one candle burning. Uh, and there's a bunch of papers he's got strewn about on the floor. Uh, a book binding lay nearby, as if uh, these are sheets from a book, um, and. He, he seems to be, like, lost in trying to figure some things out. Um, you do recognize the binding as one of the books that had some information from the little bookstore down the road about uh, the occult and uh, some of the things that had happened about 100 years ago. He, he doesn't look up at you, though. He's, he's deep in thought, kind of a few papers in hand and moving some stuff on the floor. What you um, doing? Oh, oh, hey, I am sorry. I was just studying these things. They, they're haunting. Did we miss anything while we were out? Well, uh, there was um, a scuffle in the streets. Um, two small children were fighting over what seemed to be um, a toy or something. And then... Their mother yelled at them, and then it was quiet for a few hours. Um, there was a seller that came by that wanted to sell, oh, I don't know, some fruits and, and, and party favors for this evening. Uh, but they, as soon as I opened the door... Um, yeah, what's going on tonight? Well, what is tonight? Is it the third or fourth? Or what, what night is it in the, the festival? Oh, we got here and it was like the firework night or something. Oh, the the firework night. Oh, well, if we're after the fireworks, then traditionally, um, one of the local schools puts on a production, uh, yeah. in the town square, and there's some musicians. Um, it might be just more of a casual evening, uh, where there's food served to some of the the locals, um, to get you to try the local shops. Um, that is, if they haven't changed in the last twelve years or so. Right. Anything that um you've found? What what were you all off to do today? Yeah, we just went for a walk. Oh. <laughs> just, just mines. And then I made a stone, and some guy almost beat me up for it. But you know, all part of a day's work. It sounds thrilling. In the past. Wait, what? You went into the past? Oh, reading books, you know. It's like oh, oh, over the past. Oh, oh. oh. Wait, okay. are we going to ask him about that war that's going to happen, or are we not going to ask about that? Oh, yeah. War? What, uh, what is this war you speak of? I don't know. We thought maybe we you just wondered would. wondered if any, if you're, yeah, maybe you'll give any knowledge about enemies of the kingdom. Or maybe a bunch of weirdos fighting over a rock? A blue glowing rock. And who who spoke of this war? And he starts tearing through some of the papers a bit. I mean, that's kind of not I describe important. the armor as much as I can. Okay. <clears throat> you describe the armor, uh, and you 
and, and the languages says, that that guy used. <laughs> oh yeah, you you hear the the man snicker a couple times because he must understand or kind of know that uh, there was some vulgarity in uh, the some of the words that you repeat without full understanding uh, of what they were. Um, otherwise, he he looks at Fizz. Um, what do you mean it, it matters not about where you heard about war? Well, I mean, like, <clears throat> the where, like, we were just around, and the who, it's more of, like, the what. You can just say we heard from a friend. <laughs> it's it's complicated. I don't really, I'm tired. I don't want to get into it, but it's a whole thing. Well, if there's war in the kingdom, um, you should alert someone about it. But uh, we are. We're alerting you, Mister, whoever you are. All <laughs> right. So you you expect me, who has no pull in the kingdom, potentially a wanted fugitive, because I was brought out of the dungeon in pieces to be able to go prevent a war? Aren't well, you technically the king, or some some weird stuff like that? You do have the rightful claim. You, you need to get your stuff together, man. Well, I'm attempting to, but uh, war and a stone. Um, and he he fiddles through some of the papers and uncovers uh, a it's couple. It's blue. It's blue. Well, um, and it glows. There's this note here, and he pulls a couple pages out, uh, and it looks like there was some scribbling in a corner of one of the the pages that talked about the children uh, that you'd seen in the bookshop just the the morning prior, I believe. Uh, but you didn't see that marking in the book. And the marking says the stone exploded and caught fire to the room, says eyewitnesses. And a couple notes uh, written next to it, um, potential threat eliminated, question mark. Um, and this is the page where it talked about the uh, the occult that just disappeared after some time with vague threats about uh, taking over the world in a hundred years, and no one has seen them since. So there's nothing in there about the children. Yes, this is the one that, that talks about the children. Uh, I don't think you were there for the, the book reading there, Corey. Uh, I know yeah, don't trade was, books. It was, it was <laughs> at least Lily and I believe Eljor that went into the bookshop. I was at home. Um, yeah. And they had seen some stuff about the children uh, and the occult. And these are the pages they, they would recognize, but there's writing on the pages that wasn't there before. Uh, but this writing doesn't seem fresh. It seems like the ink has faded a little bit as if it was written many, many years ago. So maybe as if the information was written at the time... At the time where all of the data was being written out, like we changed history, guys. Potentially, with enough? with Corey's stunt, there is a potential change in history. Did it change enough? Now, what what does it say that's different? Would we be able to recognize what's different? Uh, if you want to roll a history I'm check, written. I sure do. Most what of the notation that you see was handwritten, additional. Uh, not that the books aren't, like, oh no, history check. Seven. Seven. Uh, you do think you notice, uh, that 
one of the pictures is inverted. So things that were on the left side are on the right side, but you're not quite sure. Uh, and as you look at it, you think maybe it was actually flipped the other way, but maybe it's not. Maybe that's the right side. Um, so just like a visual catches your eye when you're trying to think what could be different. But uh, as far as the textual content and other things, you're not quite sure. Okay. But he said if it didn't change enough, then there would be war. How do we know if it changed enough? Who who said that if it didn't change well, enough? Man, we've already been over that. Well, whoever your source is, um, someone had written here that they, they think this war has been prevented, and he pulls a few pages out uh, that seem to be uh, some notes about uh, messages left from the occult about rising again in 100 years uh, and using the power of the stones uh, from the mine and taking over uh, at least the countryside, if not the country and the world as a whole. Uh, there are some other vague references to... Um, owning the mines from uh, deep within um, and, and residing within the mines, but they're very cryptic and in other languages that uh, are closer to demonic script than anything else. Any of it deep? Any of it deep? Uh, let me let me see if there's... There's one note. Past? There's one note uh, written in, in that language and dialect. Uh, and it, it does say that uh, within the mines, the children will slumber until their their hundred rotation around the glowing star. Uh, on that hundredth rotation, they will arise from the mines with the power of the stone. Oh. This is important, and I tell everyone what it says. Yeah. Um, so if they can't find it, they won't do it? Or what if it's still there and it's just like, they'll do it anyways? How safe is it, Corrigan? I mean, I'm the only one to know where it's at. And people think like, it was destroyed. If I looked really hard, would I be able to find it? I mean, but there's the some spells that could do it, but they would have to... For those spells to work, you'd have to be familiar with the object in the first place. If you're not familiar with it, you can't yeah. do it. Um, hey, does somebody have something cool? <laughs> does somebody have something cool? <laughs> I mean, what? I'm sure we all have something cool, but what are you thinking? That I can show my friend and ask a question. Oh. I thought he'd well, seen all of our stuff. My, Let me take my, a look pressing concern based on that passage is that the people are looking for said stone and Fizzlepop gave her stone to the guy so now someone knows that we had a stone and we're down in the oh, cave they, they were still looking for it even though so we're was probably a, a target at this point yeah I like take the paper from whoever has it and I hop into my bag. The paper that had the handwriting on it? Yeah. Uh it was the king or the 
rightful heir. Uh, and he, he looks stunned as you jump into the bag. And then I go to the eye and I'm like, hey, buddy, you take a look at this. As you show the eye, the eye looks at it. And you hear in the back of your head is. So history was changed a bit. Was it enough? Depends on what enough is that you seek. Well, you said if it didn't change enough, there'd be war. If you are seeking the war, then the war may still be at hand. But what if I don't want there to be a war? Then you must prevent that from happening. And that lies within the power of, well, the piece of me that was sheared off. Wait, I thought that thing was going to cause the war. It may if it's still intact. I feel a presence of at least two or three pieces of myself in this city. I can't tell which is the one that holds the power. Oh. Hmm. Can you tell us where they are? Oh, sorry, I'm, I'm probably not down there, am I? Right now it's just Fizz, and the, the conversation is in the back of her head. Okay. Oh, okay. So you're, you're not, <laughs> even if you're there, uh, you don't hear his side. I'm of not things. there. There. Is there any way to know you were which in your one thing. is the bad one? Well. And you know, I'm assuming you don't know where they are. That they're just the here. bad one is one that um, allows communication through time. Got it. It was a piece of me that I could see the future and the past with. Got it. So we have to destroy that or something or give it back to you? That holds all of the power. You do as you wish. I don't quite know if giving it back to me will prevent a war that you say, but I know an evil force thrives on its energy. And then the eye kind of turns away from you as if he's exhausted from uh, speaking and doesn't answer back to anything. Well, thanks, bud. (laughs) Thanks, bud. Well, well, I guess. (laughs) So then I, like, cover him with a blanket and then I leave the bag. She she puts the eye to sleep and just lets him doze off. Night-night, friend. All right, so... There's no way to know if it changed enough. And he said, the bad one is the one that talks to time. But there's like three. What? Isn't that the one that. Well, we don't remember, right? Do we remember? Right. You remember what? We remember the stone, but we don't remember. You you remember that there was some the the three other than Corey remember that uh, there was some glimpse of memory, but that's about it. And you remember there was a stone at one point, and then it was gone. Oh, so you're you're kind of starting to lose a bit of like what you know about this stone. Corey is the only one that still has full memory of the events intact. And he said, "We do remember it had something to do with time." 
And he said, yeah, vaguely. Uh, evil eats from the bad one. It eats it? Right? Yeah. That's the physism of all of this information. <laughs> Going to eat wait, the stone to gain power. All right. Wait, wait a second. Wait, wait a second. I have a question. I have a question here. We're all familiar with what has happened. Uh, but don't we need to find out what else has changed, if anything, around this? It could change the outcome of our actions. And also, uh, I'm, I'm concerned... We gotta find that, the bad stone. Well, I'm concerned that I have a different memory than everyone else, eventually. Oh. What? Because if I actively remember doing the thing and moving it, and it seems you guys vaguely remember aspects of it, Sorry, I'm wondering it. what of the wider space is my memory versus your memories of what has happened. All right. There was I'm a gonna blue write stone. something down for myself. And I pull a piece of parchment and I just say, trust Corrigan. Period. <laughs> not, I'm not and even I'm talking about the stone down. specifically, but like ramifications <laughs> outward. He said the evil is eating up mm. the stone and the bad stone has to... Well, he didn't say it had to be destroyed. He just said well, like, it's there and that evil... He said he was part of it. It was part of him, right? Yeah. What What do you guys know about the king situation? That he's right here? That's not the king. Yeah, I, but I need you to expand on it so we... <laughs> Uh, we can check boxes. <laughs> to make sure you're all remembering the right things here is what uh, Corrigan's getting at. Yeah. There was a king, and then there was the tent, and then there was this other guy who came back, and then we saved him. Well, there was a farmer's lineage, part right? Of the king, but the king isn't the king. There's the farmer's Wait, lineage. Wait, who was the and, family? Yeah. Who was that family? Maybe we could seek them out. There was no references to who the family was. All uh, Eljor, Lily, and Fizz can remember is someone had said there was a farmer family that was given the kingdom. Uh, Corrigan, you remember that uh, the voices speaking about it seemed to be the ones kind of driving Maybe it whatever was McDonald. McDonald. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he had a farm. Mm-hmm. And then used it to make cheeseburgers. <laughs> and he started some sort of house foundation. We used it to make cheeseburgers. Um, like, for, for example, uh, am I friends with the current king? In your memories. Yes. Yeah, you've like been to his house a bunch and stuff. Heard him get all weird and loud and stuff, as he does. And we've discovered that he's got uh, some sort of 
black stuff. Demon or shadow. No sense going on. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> We're over here just repeating memories. I look over the DM and say, hey, we do actually remember this, to the right? Best, <laughs> to the best of all your knowledges, everything links up. And despite Jared believing that I sheared his character off into a different time and space <laughs> through a portal, uh, because that's what I've done to Jared's characters portal. all of the time. Uh, Partles. <laughs> uh You you uh, you do link up on a lot of the information, um, but the party outside of Corrigan. Um, when they're thinking about the stones, they do remember that there was a a fountain in the center of uh, the main area of town. It had a glowing blue stone on top of it that shot almost like a an orb of protection up over the city uh, that was something of note as they're thinking about these stones. Wait, Corrigan did, doesn't remember that, though. But, like, half time out, like, this half is me, not out. my character. Like, do we, did we actually go over this and see that before? Because I... No. I don't no. remember that. No, this is the DM inserting a memory inserting. based on the times that have changed. So there is there is a known stone that uh, is similar that's wait. over the fountain. Wait, wait, guys. Over the fountain? There's, there's another stone. I know where one of the three is. You said there was a couple around him, right? Yeah, he said he could feel like three. To Maybe the fountain. Maybe. Yeah. If, if, that's the, if that's one of the three, and then you've got one of the three, and I know where the three of the three is, we've but got all the three. But I don't have one and of we're the all... three. Uh, Corrigan, you, you, do. you do have this no. odd feeling. You have this odd feeling, but Corrigan, that's... that uh, you haven't seen a fountain in town, though, when they're shouting about the fountain. Oh, okay. Um, I don't have one of the three. I have the guy who told me that he feels there's about three other pieces. So, you know. I know, but he is part of the stone. He, they took those pieces I know, but that's, but that's why he feels the three. That He said there's about three scattered around. Oh, hey, hey, tell me about Why this. would he count himself? <laughs> Bad at math. He is part of the whole. T tell me about this uh, fountain. To the fountain! And I, like, go <laughs> skipping down the stairs. <laughs> I don't... There's not a fountain in the town. You silly cardigan. I just and I, like, remember, go out there the door. There's definitely... The... Yeah, the, uh... Quote-unquote rightful king, uh, Jack, uh, he stands up and looks around and he goes, Oh, I remember playing in that fountain as a, a young lad. It, it's still there? I, I swear they were gonna tear it down. I'm like out the door, so he goes rushing down the stairs with, and then stops a few feet from the door, and then kind of looks down. I probably shouldn't go out there right now. Um, yeah, just in case anyone recognizes me. Good call. Put a hood on, or you could use disguise self. Have you ever used that spell before? Yes, I could make you look like a very me. handsome gentleman. Because he's not handsome now. <laughs> We could do it. We could. We could do this. This could be you. <laughs> this could be you. He, this he, could be you on an looks, adventure. He looks over at the new form that Corrigan takes, and uh, quickly pulls out a small uh, 
booklet. It looks very much like a, a spell book. And he gets to one, and you see him kind of tilt his head a bit, uh, and he thinks about it for a moment, and mutters a couple words, and blinks, and you see his whole body kind of ripple. Instead of just a, an instant transformation, uh, he's not so good at uh, his spell casting with this, and he transforms into roughly what Corrigan uh, is showing. On our screen. Do you have a halfling purse? I desperately need it. Uh, and with with the, the form, uh, a skinny human male uh, dressed nicely, carrying a satchel, a small satchel at his a side, purse. a halfling purse apparently. <laughs> purse. Uh, he he throws on a a cloak and puts the hood up, uh, and is a bit smaller than his uh, bulky burly self. And he goes, "All right, I'm I'm following. Let's do this." Be sure to look out for any books. Uh, okay, I'll I'll look for books and um, well, wouldn't it be unnerving to see two of me? Unless you're going to go oh, like that, Corrigan. <laughs> oh, oh yes, fine. <laughs> <laughs> that whole aside brought to you by Photoshop and uh, OBS overlays. And, and too much time. And too much time. Well, uh, the the uh, the man is standing there in his smaller form uh, with the hood up. Uh, well, I'm I'm ready to go see this this fountain. Um, and experience the lights. And he peeks out, and you see like a, a boyish grin go across his face as he sees the lights throughout the the city. Um, and he gets a bit excited to go relive some of uh, his past fun in the Festival of Lights, and steps out into the, the night air. Uh, it's a cool evening, and the uh, the passerbys are just enjoying the night. Uh, some of them already have some of the small trinkets that glow and float around themselves, and uh, they're all heading towards the town center for what seems to be uh, one of the school uh, productions and some musical events. And here's where we're going to pause for a few minutes as the party is going to go check out this fountain. Uh, and they're all outside heading towards the city center. We will be back in about 10-ish minutes. Uh, so yeah, listen for our, our theme song and uh, it'll let you know we're coming back. We'll probably have some random banter for a few minutes. Uh, we'll see what Corrigan has up their sleeve very shortly with some other uh, camera overlay. I mean... Uh, this guy's self, and uh, <laughs> we'll be back. See you soon. Well, we're back. You can escape your chores. You can escape whatever garbage is on TV right now. And if we're on your TV, well, you can't escape us. So, we're here. We're ready to play some more D&D, &D, roll some dice, and uh, hopefully have some fun. Uh, we have doggo presents. If you look at Sarah Kate's screen, we just had a doggo pop on. 
So uh, we there, have one yelling. We have a guard dog in the background here. Um, Mine's we'll asleep in, in the other room. Yours asleep in the other room. Hey, so we we've got we've got doggos here, and if you're here for them, uh, they're starting to show up. Uh, if you're here for games, well, I guess we can get back to it. Uh, yeah. So our party uh, just found out some information that there's multiple gems or or. I guess parts of gems in the city that uh, are similar to the one that they had encountered earlier. Uh, most of the party remembered there to be a fountain with a gem hovering above it, except for uh, Corrigan, who seems to have slightly different recollection of, of time and space. Uh, party, you're all heading towards the gems, or this gem hovering above the fountain in the center of town. It is the evening, and you hear some music playing up ahead, and there's a lot of people scattered about. Uh, like I said, not as <clears> many <throat> as previous nights, so you're not like within a shoulder-to-shoulder -shoulder crowd, but there's a few hundred people for sure out in the the main area of town. Uh, voices and chatter to be heard, uh, and also not as lively. Like the excitement has died down a little bit, especially after the booming voice that you all had heard over the the show of lights the other night. So, as you approach, uh, there's a large fountain in the center of town. One that's got uh, some space on the lower level uh, that's only a few feet deep that uh, children are actually splashing around and playing in. And in the center, there's uh, a few um, dolphins and uh, a dragon shape that kind of seem to be twirling together. And a spray of water is coming out of the top uh, about 15 or so feet up into the air. Uh, above that, about 20 or so feet further, uh, so this is floating about 30 uh, to 40 feet up over the ground, is a large blue gem that's got a, a beam of light shooting up, and it seems to make almost a, a sparkle over the town uh, that's a, a constant glow and sparkle. One that uh, everyone but Corrigan recalls to have been there day and night since they had been in the city. Uh, the now disguised uh heir to the throne uh the young man looks up at the fountain and he goes oh just as i remember the sparkle and the protection that this gem gives it's such light to our city and he he's walking alongside the party as they're all walking forward well, well if it gives protection could this be the bad one Why don't? It could be. This is this is new. No, it's been here. Oh, all of this here from the first day. Literally, no, all I'm of us remember this. All of this is different than than it was before. Pull out the note that says "Trust Corrigan," and I say, <laughs> "Okay." I mean, it might be for the better. That's that's fine. It might be, you know, plums. I don't know. I don't have a phrase here, but <laughs> it might be great. Uh, but it's different. We had no fountain. Huh. We definitely I mean, had no whatever glowy thing. I mean, all of us remember it, but you don't. So yeah, because I played. Does with that time, mean that history remember. changed? <laughs> we were playing yeah. with time. <laughs> There's too many people around. I can't ask our friend. I don't never want to. Never you. <laughs> but I mean, like, I don't want to. He doesn't he talk to you in your head? Just look in the bag. But I don't want to think your question at him. <laughs> you know? 
okay, okay, no one's okay. gonna think twice. Can you think you lost your keys? It's like you lost your keys jamming your head into your bag. Okay, so <laughs> yeah. I look around and I okay. quick jump in my bag. And then I like pull the stone kind of <clears throat> up to the edge of the thing. And then I'm like, can you see? Can you see the fountain and the stone? Cardigan says it's it's not it's it wasn't here before, but we all remember it. As as you do that, the voice pops into the back of your head. Hmm. Another change that I see. That is quite interesting. Is this the bad one? This is a piece of me that um, contained the evil, that prevented whatever source of power from escaping, but that's not the stone that was considered bad. So we should leave it, or do we take it? They said it's protecting the city. The voice speaks no further to you. So I put him back down, put his blanket back on him, and then I climb back. I He's like peek around and then I quick hop out when I feel like nobody's watching. Uh, as a note, if you aren't watching this on Twitch, uh, go watch Twitch at this point because <laughs> Phoenix was attempting to steal the sticks off of the, the crown that Sarah is wearing and is just like popping into frame. It was cute. He's being adorable and annoying. He's amazing. <laughs> Typical dog. Typical dog. Ah, uh, yeah. So this is this is new to the eye, and it seems to have told you, Fizz, that it it's a part of protection, but it's not the stone that you think you're looking for. Okay, it's not the bad stone. We're good. But he also said it. I'm fairly certain that the bad one is the one that Corey hit. <clears throat> so we don't need to look for it. I think Corey already knows knows where it is. Yes, I I know where I put it, and that's where it stays. But apparently, this did change, by the way. That that's what I said. But the thing with the bad one is that it's feeding the evil. what we're supposed to do about that. If you want to go back down there, find a bunch of guys in a cave and sleeping for a hundred years, that'd actually be kind of easy. Can't the eye tell us if it's a bad one? I think you have to show it stuff, though. He only saw that there was, like, three in that one of them, but he couldn't say, like, where and... One. Could we show him the thing? The I glowing thing? Don't bring that out in public. No, 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 no. At night? Middle of the night sort of thing? It glows. It's taken from the castle. Just trying to think outside the box. Well, you guys told me to Make take the, the eye smaller. out, and it was stolen from the castle, so... I don't know. 
at this point as you're speaking uh music starts to play loud on a, a small platform towards the the city gates uh there's four or five members up there and it seems to say uh in a glowing banner above them uh bardic power uh so that must be the the name of the group playing and um, yeah it's it's a band that's playing bardic power uh it takes the stage and you you hear uh sounds like you never heard before um and to to the players it sounds almost like you're hearing metal music to the party you've never heard anything similar whatever they're doing uh to augment their instruments is both like enthralling and scary all at once um the sounds and the level of volume that's being played and some of the youngsters are like screaming and jumping up and down and like uh throwing their hands up in the air and dancing to this and some of the the older folks are just kind of looking around like what is this uh but it's It's loud devil music (laughs) it's the devil music uh it's it's loud and it's uh obscuring some of your conversation just a little bit Uh, but as that's happening you see a a couple cloaked figures in very dark cloaks uh you see a little bit of under their their cloak as it's loosely tied that they are wearing the dark uh leather that uh, you'd seen prior Uh, you don't catch any glimpses of metal being worn but there's there's just two figures and you hear them kind of leaning heard yeah you know uh there's two figures (laughs) that uh are, are kind of leaning in and and talking to one another um and you overhear a little bit of what they're saying. Um, something about this isn't the stone uh, that we're looking for. And they're they're discussing about uh, the stone. And one of them points up and then just like m- makes a few motions as if like they're discussing the stone you guys are investigating too. They don't seem to notice you. They're they're in the midst of the crowd and the the music and don't seem to care about uh, the group. Can we see their faces? Not very well. Uh, they're fairly covered. They're wearing hoods and they're keeping their hood up. Do we recognize them? The most you recognize is the bit of, of dark leather armor that they're wearing. It looks very similar to the, the ones that you'd seen earlier. Um, and mm. the, and very similar to the man who had burst into your, your room a few days earlier, uh, in the inn when you still had that. Okay. Maybe we follow them. Maybe. Without the elephant this time? <laughs> <laughs> you have another one. Yeah. But I'm re- he's ready. He's ready if need be. <laughs> good, 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 good. Always need a good elephant. Trumpet is at the ready. <laughs> Isn't he I'm, stuck? Uh, I'm imagining that uh, Jared has a collection of all of his character sheets, and he's just renamed this one to the Elephant Tamer. Uh, and all of his notes are just within that that directory there. Uh, you'll never know. <laughs> I'll never know. <laughs> of all the characters, this one's name is probably the most normal. That's for sure. 
So, sneaky follow? Alright. Sneaky follow. I'd like to stealth. Yes. Alright. We're gonna Assassin's Creed follow them through the crowd. Nobody Blend. notices. Blend. Blending in with groups of nuns. Push. Push. Pray. Gentle yeah. shove. <laughs> Gent gentle shove. Push wrong button accidentally throw <laughs> child. Why, why are you gonna jump in the river? Wars. Like, it's just like awesome. <laughs> for for no so horrible to control. For no reason, start jumping onto barrels and climbing on the side of the building. What do you mean? Oh, I assassinated that. Well, uh, so you start to follow the group as they they move. Whoever wishes to roll uh, stealth to sneak behind them closely, feel free to and let me know. Uh, for those of you who don't roll, you can either let me know if you want to hang back even further or if you're just going to walk and hope they don't see you. I, I got a 10. It was not great. So with advantage because you're invisible? Oh, I, I forgot about the advantage. I got a 3. I also always assume you're just like, if you're trying to be sneaky, you just go, <laughs> just like cover up. <laughs> 22. 22. Uh, 19. So, so Corey and Lily are hidden. 5. And then Eljor, what was yours? 25? 25, you're hidden. And then Fizz just is like <gasps> slapping her, her little cobalt feet on the ground and dancing around and bumping into people. She's grooving to the music. Like, she kind of ducks a little bit as she's doing it, but she's just like throwing her hands up in the air and accidentally punches a guy and you hear, <laughs> hey, watch it! And like, she's causing all sorts of a scene with that three on her stealth. Um, the, the men kind of look around a bit, but they don't notice uh, the the group as a whole. They just notice a kobold doing some silly dancing and goofing, uh, seemingly just kind of wandering around through the crowds. So they keep an eye on Fizz for a moment, but then they continue forward uh, and try not to laugh as she punches another person unintentionally, just dancing to the music and trying to blend in that way, um, doing what she saw the kids doing with their bouncing around and slamming into one another um you hear somebody go what the cobalt doing what the cobalt <laughs> doing now uh yeah memes put your favorite one in chat we'll try and integrate it as long as it's uh family ish friendly uh so have fun uh all right so you you're all moving through and they do keep an eye on the cobalt as uh biz is out in the the older folks groups that aren't dancing and bouncing around uh, but there's people all over having fun so it's not too annoying they know of her presence but not of the rest of yours and they make their way around the corner into a, an alley and start to to speak just around the corner where the music is a bit uh lessened uh it's it's not as harsh and as loud here there's still some thumping driving beat behind um and you you can overhear a little bit of their, their speech that they're they're having. Uh, one of them says to the other uh, something along the lines of stealing that stone instead. Will it be enough power? Uh, the other one uh, says they're not quite sure what stone is necessary, as they couldn't find the one they were sent into the mines for. And that's that's all you get. But the conversation goes on for a bit, and you see a lot of disagreement between the two as they're, like, trying to discuss what, what they want to do next. I want to walk up behind them mm -hmm. 
as they're talking, since I was super stealthy. Okay. And just go, children, huh? As as you do that, uh, they notice you uh, approach, and as you say, children, huh? They also kind of look over and see the kobold, and uh, she's still dancing kind of around the corner and just, like, looking over her shoulder a little bit, acting very, like, not like she's following but not being able to hide it much like a, a child would uh, the guards look at you yeah that one seems to be um following us and dancing around and ugh, kids oh that's that's why I, uh, that's why i don't i don't like kids and that's why i didn't decide to 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 work with the kids when i was um young i could have been a teacher and oh kids no no thank you but oh Yes, kids, and they they quickly turn and and look away from you as to to not bring you too much into their discussion. No, no, children. They look back and forth and look at you, and kind of glance you up and down just a little bit. So so did. Did he send you additional? Uh, are you to replace to replace the, the well, mishap? I, problem is, and I get real close and I say, I may or may not know about the possible whereabouts of it, but um, hard to say. So I was uh, brought in as an advisor. <clears throat> uh, one of them puts their hand to a blade at their side. The other uh, pulls out oh. a, a bag of... of of money you hear some some jingling in the bag and he he opens it up and, and digs in pulls out uh six gold pieces so how much how much are we supposed to pay you for this information and he he like forcefully puts six gold in your hand i mean i, I said i may or may not thought i put enough emphasis i don't know where it is and i just hand it back to him i was you know we at least I could help you out. He reaches back into the bag and and pulls out uh like six platinum and tries to put them in your hand. It's been all about money. I don't you know I have enough to live. Man of the, the wood mostly, so well, I just you, want to help. You said may or may not that that's usually speak for Oh No 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 my memory's a bit wonky. A bit wonky, and you're you're attempting to help us. Forgetting yeah. things. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're you're trying to help us help. with a bad memory, so you're just gonna lead us to <laughs> the pub. Is that it? I'm not really a drinker, no. I figure we could maybe go into the mines. I feel like that's a good place to start. We were just there, but if you have any leads, I guess I guess we, you know. I guess we can. Mom's the word. What a wonderful thing. Children are wonderful. And I just start walking away from them. <laughs> as as you start walking away, they they follow you at a distance uh, as they they took that as you uh, kind of pointing out that you're going to lead them back to the mines for whatever they're looking for. <laughs> okay. Well, my subtext is off today. <laughs> oh, man. And I, I kind of like up against something when they get close-ish enough for me to do it and be like no i'll just later if i if i figure anything out i'll let you know 
Oh, oh, okay. And they they uh, go into the the main inn of the city, and as they walk into Lockstock and Barrel's inn and bar, uh, they sit in the front window and have a drink. Wait, what? Wait, what? Yeah, the the inn's called Lockstock and Barrel's inn and bar. Uh, this is something that the party starts to notice as a, an odd thing. Um, as far as you recall, Lock, Stock, and Barrel had a hideout under the inn. They weren't the owners of it. But you, you look inside and you see a couple goblins standing up on what appears to be stools behind the bar. And they're uh, handing drinks to, to patrons. And it's a lively bar scene inside. This is new. This is new to all of you. Your your memory is uh, kind of aligning in some of this. I mean, I know there were ambitions, but... Wait, if we... And I just pull everyone to the side quietly. And I say, if we got rid of the influence of that stone, is it possible that the... Bad guys never took up root in the first place. Like that's why they these like, not amazing. They would like talk openly about finding things. And... We got to yeah, find. Like, maybe out. we already thwarted it. Is the king himself. Should You're friends with king. him. Yeah. I mean... Well, I mean, maybe. you were friends with him, right? Maybe. I used to be. Might be different now. Could be. But also, uh, the Elven Emissary. I'm friends with her. Yeah, let's just hope you that he still remembers you. Um, I'll be honest, it's very... What? It's very difficult, back and forth, with what's real and what's new. I just have this note that says, trust you, so whatever you say, I go with, you know? <laughs> All right. Fair, I guess. <laughs> Feels a bit dangerous, but I told myself to write it. There's my name right there. Well, what about these guys that are following you? What are we doing with them? Oh, no, no, no. They're, they're gone now. They're gone they, now, right? Yeah, now. they're 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 sitting okay. in the, the pub, and it seems <clears throat> like they're waiting for the next step. Um... To the best of your knowledge, Eljor, uh, in your dealings, the the way that they had signaled uh, where they'll be is they went and sat at the pub with the inn above. Uh, that you would assume that that's probably where they're staying for you to look them up later. Okay. So like they they kind of made up with a... an inn above instead of a room with a view. Yeah. Uh, I guess if that's what you want to call it, but. So the, the inn is sits above the pub. Uh, Lock, Stock, and Barrels own the whole place, which was once, to your knowledge, uh, the Stumble On Inn. Um, it looks very much the same. The sign has changed. The interior is a little different. Uh, but they're, the way they were looking at you and kind of went into the, uh, the pub makes you assume, for the best of your, your dealings, that they are, are staying there for you to come back to get them when you're ready. Um, and they, they sit in the front window and give you a nod as you all kind of pass by. Uh, and they they don't end up following you. 
think we're fine. I guess, yeah, let's head to the palace. Yeah. I don't sound very sure. <laughs> uh, we'll see what happens. Worst they could say is no, you can't come in, right? I guess worst they yeah, could do is imprison exactly. you and put you in a dungeon, maybe murder you. But yeah. we'll see. Keep your hand on the seal. Good thing is I have an invisible one, and you get like an invisible wet willy. <laughs> That's disgusting. Keep, oh, it's just keep not, it's not real water. <laughs> it's still disgusting. Don't like it. Fair, fair, fair. Uh, <laughs> through the town, trying to make notes of what is different and what, what has not changed. Yeah, for the most part, as you go through town, uh, little things are different. Some signs on shops are, are different. Uh, a few shops are out of order. Uh, one big change that you notice is the the fancy inn that was back around the corner where your elven emissary stayed is actually just a stable at this point. So there's a change that sticks out to all of you as well. Uh, and you make your way back through town to the kingdom. And as you get to uh, the, the castle, uh, you notice that there were bright lights and, and gems floating around it in the past, but now there aren't as many bright things on the castle. Like, the castle isn't part of the, the magical uh, experience that's happening in the, the Festival of Lights. And even more so, as you walk into the, the castle grounds, what once was uh, fields of trees and, and fruit-bearing uh, plants and bushes is now very dry, uh, just like broken up land. Like it's it's nothing special. It's actually quite ugly and uh, untaken care of. You get to the front of the castle and as you get there, uh, there's one guard standing there and he recognizes Corrigan and looks up at him and goes, or looks up at them and goes, ah, Corrigan, you're back to spend time with the king, I see. Um, and your your friends are they um are they all right? Yes, why they're 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 wonderful. Um, I believe the king's met uh, Eldor here uh, previously. I just I want my friends to know all of my friends. That's all it is. Well, they they may enter, and um, it's if they cause any trouble, uh, straight to the dungeons. <laughs> Hear that, Fizz? Straight to the dungeons. Hear that, Fizz? Straight to the dungeons. Uh, and as as you all walk in, including the uh, the figure that is a changed version of the king, uh, the one uh, Nathan Andrasek changed, you know, fun. Uh, all of you walk in, and... Um, the the man that's extra to your group looks around. He goes, "It seems they've um not taken care of the kingdom very well." And inside the the castle, it's a bit more worn. Uh, 
some of the tapestries are are hanging uh, off the wall instead of hanging like nicely on the wall, bits and pieces uh, torn and and uh, it's livable but in a more uh, decrepit state. And the the king is sitting in his throne at the end of the the hall and and shouts out, "Ah, my dear friend Corrigan, yes." It seems you brought friends on this special occasion. I, I will order more food. And as he stands up, he's more thin and more frail. His eyes are kind of almost sunken in a little bit. Uh, his skin is very pale. Um, and he's got almost like a, a staining of, of black on uh, his, his mouth and chin and uh, coming from his nose as if uh, the instance or two you saw of the, the black goo... Uh, has been a constant thing for many years now. Just for reference, uh, Dungeon Master, we have mm-hmm. the brother with us right now. Yes, you have the brother with. He's in a disguised form. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Yeah, so he the, the king is off a little bit. Uh, you can tell it's him, but he's definitely much, much more worse for the wear than you recall him to be. <clears throat> or uh are, are you feeling all right sire you uh look pardon pardon me for saying so you look a bit emaciated none and... more than yesterday or the day before and he he reaches down uh at the the side of the throne and picks up a, a very small shrivelly fruit nothing that looks super uh appetizing bites into it and um just kind of tosses the remainder of the fruit and just chews uh, very open-mouthed like he doesn't care at all. And he's like, there'll be more food in the banquet hall. Just come on in, enjoy yourselves, enjoy a drink. And the banquet hall, uh, as most of you have been through, I believe, uh, no, Lily and Fizz didn't make it through the banquet hall, did you? Well, sort of, because we went into the room where we had to go through it, right? To get to the room. You might have caught a glimpse of it, but uh, yeah, I think, so you might have seen bits and pieces of it, but the banquet hall was far less inviting now. The the table has kind of nicks and and gashes in it as if it was more like used as a, a pub setup, like a bar brawl or two had happened in here. The chairs are are beat up, uh, but not in a very polished state. Uh, the the hand servants come in and they put food on the table, and it's it looks appetizing and good, but nowhere near like the copious amounts that the king had uh, in the prior meeting. And he sits down and kind of tears at uh, some meat with a bite and throws more food across the floor, just uncaringly. Enjoy, eat up. Um, what is it that I'm brings you and your friends on this occasion, Sir Corrigan. Oh, we're just out and, 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 and having a fun day in the city, and I thought um, it might behoove us to come and check on how you're doing. Have have the the doctors seen to you in a while, sir? Oh. You just seem very, very deflated today. Daily. They, they see to me daily, and it's annoying, and they're always here, but... Nothing has changed. My health is as good as it can be, and we carry on. 
But, ugh, having fun doing this wretched festival. Ugh, why? Why don't you like the festival? It's been just a blemish on this town for many years and should be done away with. What's to celebrate about these magical gems that we no longer can mine and it doesn't bring us much money each year and every year we go more and more, uh, I guess, over the top and we have less and less attendance that... um. Well, a few shops have had to close out, and we've had to make some changes to to make ends meet. But the people love the festival, so the show must go on, I guess. Surely it brings in a decent amount of people around that will pay to be a part of it. Yes, yes, but not to the riches that I wish to be swimming in. Your people are happy, which makes you a good king. Well, um, sir, um, friend of, I guess, well, friend of, of Corrigan, uh, I don't quite recall, I believe I've met you before, you look familiar. I get that a lot, thank you, uh, and, but it is good to meet you. You can tell that he looks at you and, and almost has a moment where uh, as the rest of you have noticed things throughout town that have changed and tries to recall who you are as if he's seen you before. You do recall meeting him, however, because uh, you were there uh, a few days prior or the day prior, I believe, um, with uh, enjoying some time with, with Corrigan and the king. Um, <laughs> it was so much fun. <laughs> yeah. You know, hello, forts and all. So it was a couple days prior. Uh, but yeah, so you see a moment where he thinks about it and then just uh, shakes his head and then um, looks kind of grumpily at the group. Well, if if you're quite finished trying to um, ask me about things and my health, I'm, I'm fine. And um, enjoy your food and leave when you're ready. And he gets up and walks out a door uh, without saying much more to you all. Uh, that's kind of at the back of the the hall and slams it behind him and all is quiet for the moment. So that's that new. now, right? Yeah. What? Uh... All right. He's not even depressed. trying to hide the... I think you kept the power source away from him. Yeah, maybe not having the thing earlier... Didn't let it get out, so it's consuming him from the inside. Yeah, he or... was feeding off of the... And now that it's, it's... Where is it? But I mean, in be. theory, he's related to someone. And I turn and look at the guy with us. Uh, and he's like, so I don't know... What... What what, what are thoughts on the matter? The, the man with you is just staring down at the table. And... He looks up with a very puzzled and distraught look. This, this isn't my castle. This being is a shell of my brother. At best, whatever's consuming him is pure evil. 
I'm not really a cleric, so I can't exactly exhume that from his body, but... You yeah, know, you get ones. We're kind of at an impasse here. What, uh... What's our steps? I don't... This is for smarter men than I. I can't hear you. Sorry. Um, <laughs> if the evil that's inside of him is the evil that's eating from the stone, then I imagine we should probably destroy the stone. Maybe. But we can't really touch the stone. Mm. Oh, is and it? I figure. I recall we tried that... to do that. We tried to break it before. The the Did one we... thing that you had gained knowledge about was only the finest metals uh, can affect the stone. Uh, so, like the the finest forged uh, pickaxe or blade would be uh, the one that could even do any sort of, of damage to it. That's right. So what is the finest to... blade I've ever seen, Dungeon Master? Uh, one of the finest blades you've ever seen was um, there was a small blade of adamantite that uh, you'd seen on a rogue a handful of years ago who claimed that they could cut through anything and uh, that they were able to cut through metal doors with enough effort um, just with this small blade alone. So to you, mm -hmm. that was that was the, the most powerful. Uh, the finest crafted was actually a, a dwarven uh, blade that was forged uh, out of 712 layers, uh, finely folded one over the other, much like a, like a Japanese knife or blade uh, has been uh, very similar. It took many, many, many years to make uh, some of these blades. Um, and you actually have uh, an understanding that there was a forge here at one point. Uh, this, this region had um, one of the three bladesmiths uh, of, of note. Um, so, to the best of your knowledge, it may have there may be a blade or two in town. Um, so that would be the finest made blade. Uh, the adamantite blade was the strongest blade that you can recall. But the sword of memories looks like one of the. It could is it a contender for something the, that would probably be one of the more finely the, crafted? The magical blade that you uh, had gained earlier on I'm in the castle. Um, yeah, it seems like it could be. Uh, you, you've spent a decent amount of time with it that it is one of the, the finer blades that you've been able to wield yourself. Well, I think, you know, like a power source is always connected to some sort of energy or life force, especially ones of great note, right? Yeah. What if and I I go over to Fizz and I say close your bag up real tight. <laughs> close your bag up real tight. Oh no. And I just go 
what if we destroy his sentience? If he doesn't exist anymore, it stands to reason that the parts of his body that have been severed away will go away as he does. Then, no more power source, no more evil, and hopefully whatever's inside of that king finally starves out. Well, I don't know, because all the rocks seem to be functioning <laughs> independently. Yeah. Like when they were separated they off of him. Yeah. I don't know enough about magic rocks to be sure, but it seems as though they may be drawing their power from him. He's still, I mean, is it something I would be able to living inside of a rock? Yeah, surely he would have said something if he was the source. Yes, of he it. totally would have told us how to kill him. <laughs> kill, kill me, and <laughs> you survive. It'll be fine, right? <laughs> Good job. You could always ask. Um, let me see what my. Would I? Is that I something don't have I a good arcana. Know? Probably no more than a hunch, if at all. There's nothing I can roll to see, like. Uh, to know if you've got a sentience in a stone that's powering other stones. Um, <laughs> a lot. Probably not. I know you've got a lot of magical abilities there, but this is this is a deep ask what 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 if we just go to a blacksmith in the fancy part of town and just get a really nice pickaxe adamantine adamantine or whatever whatever's higher than whatever the best we can afford and then we go and i we try to break the thing i, like I know where it is okay but we come with you. Yeah, whatever. That's fine. Uh, if we break the thing, things will be fixed, right? Or at least they Hopefully. won't get worse. They won't deteriorate further. Right. I hope so. But I don't know, because if we touch the stone, we go back in time. So it's a it's an adventure. Oh, use the glove. Wait a minute. Glove. Those... Yeah, you can hold Those it. It's gloves. Gentlemen in the in the cave or in the mine said they had some sort of metal or mesh bag or something, some chains for it. A metal net. Yeah, that's what they said. There you go. So we need to get the metal we get net. Get a metal net made. Then add I... the finest metals of the highest quality. Yes. So we need a metal net and we need a pickaxe. Nothing. And then we've got to sneak back down into the cave with an elephant. Oh no, the <laughs> elephant's gone by now. <laughs> with an elephant. <laughs> and blow it up. Okay. Don't blow up the elephant! What are you talking about? The elephant's no, no, not no, no, even no. here anymore. Went away after an hour. Look at you just hanging out in that mine for a while and just went, hmm, about that time. Bloop. <laughs> 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 Poor elephant just hanging there. Is that just whatever? I'm with Is you. that our I'll give all my know. coin for that? What was oh, it? Co coin, yes. I'm here. Coin, that's that's a thing that I definitely have some of. 
money? Yeah, remember I sold all the wine to buy this house. Or to buy the house. Ah, That's where all my, right, all my yeah, money yeah, went yeah. to the house. Um, I guess I could sell the house to buy the... No, 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 I don't, I don't, I don't really that. have much money. We we can work something out. Let's go. Let's get a let's get a quote before we decide we can't afford it. <laughs> Let let's go get a quote <laughs> and then we'll we'll do we millennials house shopping. Let's go. Metal net, adamine, adamantine pickaxe of the highest quality. How much are we looking at? We can pool our resources and if we need to figure something out, we will. But maybe we have enough. I don't know. Don't we have a magic ladder or rope or something that we could use? Yeah, we, we get that. Mm. Yeah, I have the rope. No, I so. thought we gave it to them. Oh, you do. Yeah, we still have it. Mm -hmm. You do? It's in my bag. I don't remember what was magical. It stands Altering on its power. own. Right? Yeah, it's a rope that like you just throw up in the air and it latches onto almost nothing. But yeah. Good to know. Sweet. Like if you fall down that abyss. I like it. Go by an elephant. Uh, so are you are you uh, continuing banter on the way to the blacksmith, or are you still hanging out in the castle? I mean, I think on the way. I'd like right? to go there. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So as as you continue this banter and you get to the castle, or you get out of the castle and you get to the the blacksmith, uh, the the smith shop is uh, about to close for the evening, as far as you can tell. There's there's one young lad in there cleaning up shop and uh, he greets you. Oh, hey, welcome, welcome in. Um, we got a few pieces. Uh, I can't do any repairs tonight. I'm, I'm just uh, I'm not allowed to use the furnace. I, I haven't been trained. I, I fear I would scorch myself again. And he holds his arm up and he's got a bandage <clears throat> spot across most of his forearm. Uh, and he looks around. He goes. Uh, are you interested in buying some stuff or getting things uh, on repair for tomorrow? What, what, what can I do for you? We'd like to get um, a quote. A what now? I don't think we make um, an estimate. The the kid's jaw drops. And he looks around. And he goes, "Oh, oh you want to you want to know how much an order will be?" Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. What are we, Nothing what, too insane. What are we ordering? Metal net, adamantine pickaxe. Nothing crazy. The broom in his hands just like drops to the floor, and the the kid's jaw drops. An adamantine. I don't even know if I've seen that stuff before. I mean. We probably Live have in a some town that. that's ruled by the sale of magical gems, and you've never seen adamantine before. Well, it's supposed to be super precious, and it must be locked up if we have it. Oh, let me go find the keys. I'll uh, I'll see if I've got anything in in the back. And he he hustles inside a, a door um, deeper in the shop, and you hear it slam, and you hear a couple bolts kind of lock on it. Um, and you hear some keys jingling around, and after a moment, you hear a a, a large like of like a, a big vault or something being opened within. Uh, and you hear some rustling around, some clinking and clanging. And he 
uh, eventually you hear kind of like a shutting of, of some of that. He opens the door probably about 90 to uh, 100 seconds later. So almost two-ish minutes go by and you're just kind of out there waiting. And he, he comes out um, and in his hands he's got uh, a couple small hand picks and a larger pickaxe. Um, and he looks at him, he goes, well, these, these are all, uh, adamantine, adamantine tipped. Um, I do have a, a sword and, um, a, a small dagger back there, but uh, this is what you wanted. You wanted, um, like cutting tools, not like slicey stabby tools, right? Okay. Well, uh, I've got mm-hmm. these here. Um. I don't have any metal nets. The the few that we actually had, some of the the meshing, um, that got sold this morning. Like, we had five or six of them that have been here for years, and they all they all sold out. So, uh, uh no. do you remember who you sold them to? Oh yeah, uh, strange group of guys. They they came in wearing all like dark leather, and then they bought some armor, and they they put like a couple pieces of metal on their their leather which was kind of strange you know like why not buy a whole kit they dropped a they dropped seriously like a few hundred gold here on all this stuff uh, i think they even hmm. they even got a, a platinum of of like just weaponry and in uh gear fixes and well my father who owns the shop he did all this and he he kind of starts walking around the room talking and the kid outlines like a bunch of uh like work on their leather armor um and some like craftsmanship on a few extra blades like the kid is completely uh baffled by how four uh men had so much uh weaponry on them um and he finally like stops telling you this story about all the things that they did and he he walks forward and goes oh well um i probably should have said it was a group they came in and ordered this morning, but I can't tell you because, well, they're a client and some people Obviously, buy yeah, yeah. buy blades well, to go stab people with, but um, I shouldn't... Your secret's safe with us. Okay, good. Please don't tell my dad. I don't even know who your dad is, so... Whew, okay, sweet. Safe well, dad. Dad's the blacksmith. He knows. Okay, well, as long as you don't tell him that I told you all this stuff, uh, it was sold this morning. And he looks around the group, uh, and he's like, well, um, for your troubles, uh, there's a marking on this that says they're 500 gold each, but I'll pretend that uh, I only saw 50 if you want any of these pickaxes and things. Oh, that's kind of you. Um... You can see this can... kid is like visibly sweating. Like he is so nervous that he's going to get in so much trouble. Uh, and uh, he's just trying to like pass something under the table to you by cutting the price drastically. Guys, I mean, I don't have 50 gold, but I think we should. I don't either. I've got 15. I have six. Fifteen. Fifteen, fifteen, thirteen, and six. So you're at like... Forty-five. Forty-nine. I bet we could get him down to (laughs) forty-nine. How much silver do you guys have? 
That's actually, we have 49 gold and six silver. <laughs> Four silver short. Um, Shut up. <laughs> the, the, the best part, though, is I didn't look at your sheets at all to plan that. So it was, it was this know. arbitrary number. Uh, <laughs> what if? Oh, how much copper do you all have? <laughs> Non-coppers. Non-coppers. I've also got a ton oh, wait, of fade wine. Wait, 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 you guys, I don't have a silver, I have an electrum. Mabi. Wait, from is five silver. Five silver. Well that'll do it. Cause remember, um yeah. I just looked, I I was looking at the picture, but it's not silver, it's electrum because electrum gave us like five yeah. electrum. Uh, well electrum yeah. is two to one. Yeah. Yeah. So it's two, two electrums, electrums one gold. gold. So yeah, I have... that's baller. So, so you guys have enough. I'm gonna. We're gonna yeah. have like three. Gonna take all my gold out. Yeah. So, are your guys' silver actually electrum as well? No, mine's silver. yes. I have two electrum. Yeah. So between all of you, you you pool just enough, and you're you're sitting on like you each might have an electrum or a silver piece to your name, <laughs> if you're lucky. That's uh, one copper. One copper. What I've got. You can ride the pony at the grocery store with that. <laughs> <We're getting laughs> oh man. Well, uh, the young man, the young man just watches, and his eyes bulge out of his head as he sees all of you like scrambling and counting and and uh, doing a bunch of accounting, and he watches the whole thing. And he he kind of grins at all of you. Yeah, I think that looks like it's enough. Um, I would offer you more things, but it doesn't seem like you got any more money. And he like pulls the rest of the the pickaxes back. Uh, you so you've got one large pickaxe and one like hand axe for that that fifty gold that you managed to barely scrape by. Um. I mean, at least you got some magical items still you can sell if you need. Yeah. Do we? What magic I items? Mean, I mean, I have a cloak. So, so uh, at end, this point, end of list. sort of memories. That at, is a relic of my elven people. I would never sell it. At this point, uh, we have one more episode in this season. Next season, our party is just going to be sitting uh, on a street corner. We'll we'll slay dragons for gold. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're gonna be like adventurers. But we haven't even had a combat in nine episodes. We haven't had a combat. Yeah, you've, you've talked your way around it. We'll we'll confuse a dragon to death for gold. <laughs> we'll we'll talk a dragon's head off. We'll bore we'll your enemies. Your ten gold. <laughs> Do you want me to stop talking? I'll take ten gold. <laughs> Bring your bully to us, we'll bore them. I feel so, attacked right now. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm not attacking anyone specifically because I can't. You guys talk your way out of it. Boom. That's, I want to see if we can get through the whole season with no cop. Because I, that, that's, that's. It's like, uh, what's that? What's that, that it's like game? the 1% achievement. Undertale? It's like, yeah, it's Undertale. When you do the non violent playthrough in Undertale, oh, apparently it's so satisfying. All right, a uh, new thing to add to my list. Um, it's very good. Oh, man. Well, 
I try. It's not without trying. Um, I do have an encounter always set up, at least one. And I don't set up any more before my session because I know that if I can't at least get it. my one planned... <laughs> Uh, yeah, so the, the young man uh, waves you off as you walk out with your hand axe and your pickaxe, um, and you are short a metal mesh or uh, a metal net, but uh, you know that there was at least four or five sold uh, on top of um, other things. Uh, the young man, um, to recount what he was going over, didn't say anything more about... Um, adamantine or fine blades that uh, were purchased other than just like armaments for the group. So this group has a metal net uh, or or multiple and uh, you guys have the destruction tools. Uh, what is it you do next as you exit on this evening and hear another band playing quite loudly? This one sounds a bit more familiar in tone. Um, you hear a minstrel singing in the back about some uh, hero that uh, slayed many dragons. Classic. Do you guys think we should try to go back down tonight? Like if there's enough people on the street to distract it, or should we go down in the early morning hours? Well, I mean, is it concerning I mean, that all the metal nets and, and stuff have been sold? I mean, that's only if we have to move it. But we don't really yeah. have to move it. But also that gem hand thing. I thought there was some feasibility in moving it with a gem glove. Oh, I don't have the glove. I don't know. I think Sarah has the glove. Chloe has it, yeah. Do I? Oh. Yes, yeah. you say that every time. Yeah, we had too. this conversation <laughs> every <last> time. <laughs> Do I? Every time. Oh my gosh. What? Uh, you have a glove, and on the back of it, there were uh, three gemstones and a missing uh, gem, and I believe you've placed a gem in that slot. Um, it's the Infinity Gauntlet. It's the uh, Bumfinity Gauntlet. It's it's not a full-on snap-your-fingers-kill-your-enemies, but it'll do something, I guess. You can pick up a rock. Wonder. The Glove of Wonder. The Glove of Wonder. I vote we just get this done. Well, I mean, those guys are waiting for us in the um, tavern. That, you know, the universal signal was given for them to just wait for more information from me. They took it, so they're sticking around. They won't be down in the mines. Feasibly. They said they've if, already checked it, so that means they didn't there find were seven, it. If there were several net sold, that means there's several groups looking for it. So we need to do it now. Yeah. Or when they're sleepy at like four in the morning. I'll be, I'll sleepy, be sleepy at too, four in the morning. Well, not if we go to bed now. Yeah, but... We could just how early them. are we planning on getting up? Well, look, we the just... question comes, how many baby elephants do you want me to be able to call to our aid? Because <laughs> okay. right now, it's less than optimal two. amount of baby elephants. I mean... Oh, I you can... need... If I had a nap, 
I could call more baby elephants as needed. God. If I had sense. a nap, I would dream about baby elephants. <laughs> wow. That sounds like win-win across the board. Yeah, let's but go I... get a good night's rest. Wake up early. Like, early. Yeah? yeah. Like, at the earliest point uh, that you can possibly <clears throat> summon more baby elephants, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the man with you uh, looks at the group and he goes, that sounds about favorable. And you see him kind of like rippling a little bit under his cloak. I keep forgetting that you're here, I'm... dude. Yeah. Oh, God, who said that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm struggling to keep this form. And he grows a little taller in height. Yeah. Oh, let's get back now. Let's head on back. Put that hood <laughs> way up. <laughs> uh, as you make your way back to the, uh, the home that you have, uh, the streets are fairly busy still. It's in the early evening, around 9 or 10 o'clock. Um, so it's it's still going to be uh, party central for another hour or two easily for the evening. Um, it's not as loud back in this part of the, the town where your, your home is. You just hear a, a faint sound of, of music in the background. Um, and you're able to make it inside and prepare and plan for the, the day ahead as needed. Are we doing a long rest or a short rest? A long one. Long like a sleep one. sleeps. A sleep Ugh. sleeps. So everyone hit your long rest button. Uh, and... It's the campfire, right? Where is that? Oh, right. there it is. The long rest the moon. Never mind. Bone time? And once you have all clicked long your long... Long rest mountain. Long rest mountain? What? What? Bone pen. Bone pen. That sounds like it's sound like that's what it sounds like Sarah said. Oh my god. Bone pen. Uh so uh, so as soon as you've all clicked the long rest button, uh and I click this mute button over here, uh no, uh the sun comes up. Kind of. It's still quite early in the morning. Um and you you hear uh a little bit of of bustling about in the streets as uh, shops are starting to open um, because it would be roughly about 6 a.m. for all of you to get your your well-restedness. Uh, Eljor, with your ability to half that time, uh, you've already smelled the bakeries cooking for a couple hours, uh, the sweetbreads and whatnot coming up the street because there is a cafe just down the road, as you recall. But he has no money. Uh, yeah, you all are <laughs> basically, basically broke. Uh, and you have rations in your bag, most likely, unless you've eaten through all of them. Uh, so then you're basically broke and hungry, but you own a, a building. So We've got good berries. One good berry is a meal for a day. Oh, that reminded me. Wait, what? I, I know I have to roll a thing. No, you own a building. I haven't. Yeah, we own. He well. You own a building, but you have no money. Corgan owns the building. Yeah, is the building okay, the same as it was before? Are yeah, there any the building, changes? Oh yeah, yeah. The building is the same, uh, much much like uh, it was before. Um, as you go downstairs through the the main area that was the shop, uh, some of the the wear on the floor is in a different pattern, as if maybe the shelves were uh, twisted in one reality versus another. Um, 
but that's the only thing you noticed. It's it was still uh, a, a small seamstress shop or or sewing uh, shop of some sort. An artisan uh, had owned it, and you do see like circles in the front, which indicate like they had wooden mannequins or things to show off their wares, not their underwears. Their 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 wares wares. Their wares wares. Their their wares wares. Their their clothing. Their their fashions. I hide out under there. Underwear. No. I just made you say underwear. You guys, that song is like 40 years old. Oh, yeah. I yeah, actually great. said that, though. When I, The first time I heard it, I distinctly remember hearing it as like a nine-year-old kid and hearing that and going, underwear? And then he goes, I just made you say underwear. And I was like, he's in my brain. <laughs> Every every small child that hears that song for the first time, every single one. True. It's what happens when you're Canadian. Um. Yeah, yeah we I going? Mean, yeah. We eat some good berries because they're free. You eat some free yep. good berries. All right. I have um lots of elixirs if anyone needs one. <laughs> Biz is just making her it's her elixirs daily. How many days we've been here? Because I haven't used. I think this is four. <laughs> well, one, two. I have five elixirs, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. So five days. Yeah. Biz is just looking at all of her her filled vials in I her bag. I literally almost have one of each. Like. And that's that's her way of counting the days you've been in Crystal Keep. All right. Uh. <laughs> As you make your way towards the the mine, uh, your stomach's full and your your heart's happy because of the one good berry you each were able to eat. Uh, the stuff there. your your friend stays behind, um, and he he looks at you all as you go out and kind of says, I, "I I can't keep the the ruse as uh, it was a challenge yesterday. I've, I, I need to potion. practice that. You have a potion." Yeah. For what? Oh, but it only lasts 10 minutes. No, that's It's that's transformation. That, but it only fine. lasts 10 leave, minutes. Leave, leave him here. I don't want him with us when we do Stay that. here. <laughs> Stay here. <laughs> she says, I have a potion, but not. Uh, so he, he, he waves you off and closes the door behind. Um, and you are off to the mines. And as you get to the mines, it's... It's pretty quiet. There's a few people passing by. Uh, there's still a few signs up that say the mines are temporarily closed for tours. Um, and you are able to make your way past them without much notice. I wonder if our cart is unbroken. I wonder if your cart is unbroken, eh? Well, Where did we leave it? At, at the, the bottom, bottom the broken <laughs> into smithereens? Oh, that cart. That I don't think, she's I thinking don't think of the like way. mimic cart thing, the spider cart. There is a spider cart that you had at one point. Um, yeah, I think it's at the inn. Yeah, or behind the inn. It was back mean? behind the inn by uh, Lock, Stock, and Barrel's hideout. Last you were aware of. Is okay. that something you wish to go retrieve, or it might be useful because <gasps> it can climb down the wall. You know, climb down the wall or even like attached to the tracks maybe yeah let's go get it 
on our way over there. Oh, gotta be in frame. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. as you go over there and you go down the little uh, alleyway back behind uh, Lock, Stock, and Barrels Inn and Pub, uh, the door and entryway to their little hideout is uh, all boarded up. And it's, it's kind of all dirty and, and uh, untaken care of back there as if they hadn't been using that path for a handful of years. Uh, but off to the side amongst some of the refuse, you do notice the, the cart is sitting there. Uh, and it wobbles a little bit as if it's just kind of standing in place. Um, and just kind of like moving its feet just a little bit out of boredom. Um, and as you get closer, it takes just a, a light movement out as if to hopefully get noticed um and it's oh, it's worn the the cart is a bit more in a rough shape than before uh as if it's almost been left here for a handful of years um and not taken care of uh inside the cart there's a few bags of um broken tools and um some broken items that look like they were either once magical or potentially belonged in the uh, the vault of very not so uh, sturdy magical items that you've gotten your first gifts from. Um, and some of them are, are just kind of all bent out of shape, but there's one box in the bottom as you're, you're lifting stuff out uh, that has a, a few rings in it. And each of the rings um, is much larger than like a human-sized finger. Uh, they look like they could fit on an orc or even like a, a small giant form. Um, but they're all in pristine condition. Uh, and there's... Can I wear it? Can you wear it as a bracelet? Yeah. Yeah, as you pick up one of the rings and start to put it over your hand, it actually quickly sizes down right to a ring form um, mm -hmm. that would fit on any of your fingers. And like as you are able to try it on each of your fingers it does grow and shrink a little bit that it fits perfectly over the knuckle and, and sits comfortably. Um, they're all of a very, very uh, like deep silver color. Um, and as you grab that one and, and size it up, the rest of the party does see that. Uh, and that was the last little container in the, the cart. Do any of you each grab a ring? Or? I mean... Yep. Can I do like an arcana on on said ring? Yeah, you can do an arcana kinda on said ring. Figure out what's happening before people just kind of put it on. Just before you all just like, <laughs> ah, I'm just popping some bling on. What's okay, cool. Oh, let's put it on. I put three of them on. I rolled a natural one. I put them all on. Corey goes up and <laughs> is like, I'm going to take a look and just like, Sticks their hand right in, just fingers first, and a couple rings just fit right under their, their fingers. Uh, Corey, you almost feel as if when you have multiple rings on, you are hearing your thoughts in like a loop in the back of your head. So when you're when you're thinking something like, whoa, this is weird, uh, as they all size down, you hear, whoa, this is weird, whoa, this is weird, whoa, this is weird, kind of like a an echo loop as it as it goes through. Uh, but Faith Lily, as you go. As you've got one ring on, you hear in the back of your head Corey going, whoa, this is weird, whoa, this is weird, whoa, this is weird, in like a very uh, echo reaction. Uh, Eljor, uh, as you as you have the, the ring on too, you notice that you, you hear Corey speaking to you in the back of your mind. Fizz, did you I try attempt to speak back? 
as you try to speak back, uh, the rest of you hear whatever uh, Eljor says, whoever's wearing a ring. Uh, hello? You hear, you hear in the back of your head, hello, from Eljor. And you, you know it's Eljor's voice. Um, but Whoa. he doesn't speak it. I just heard what you said. In my head. Where else do you hear words? Viz, you didn't grab the ring head. and put it on yet, did you? I don't know. I don't think so. So, Corey's got a couple rings. Uh, Lily and Eljor are wearing a ring each. Uh, but Corey had a few on, and so they were getting like a an echo loop of everything that was thought mm-hmm. and said. Now, when when you think in the back of your head like you're saying something, it's heard in the other's minds that are wearing the rings near you. Uh, but when you're just thinking thoughts and like observing, um, those don't seemingly go to one another. So it's it's moments where you're like strongly exclaiming, like if, you know, when you're in, in traffic and someone cuts you off and in the back of your mind, you're just like, oh, I hate that. Uh, those are the type of things that go through versus like, a, oh, there's a car that cut in front of me. Um, so it's it's deliberate thoughts that, that cross through these, these rings. Hmm. Uh, I'll shake, shake and, and off all out, but one. I was about to say, maybe just one. I love your voice, but not that much. That was, that was intense. <laughs> I'll be honest. Maybe so, I'll keep one for later. So for fun. All, all three of you have a ring on, except uh, all four of you uh, would have rings on. Fizz, if you grabbed one, then you, you are hearing their voices too. But doesn't, isn't Corey wearing two? Corey has left one in the box. There were five oh. rings in the box. Uh, so there's one in the box. What does it look like? It's a, it's a very deep uh, silver color. So it, it's it got a, a nice silver sheen on the outside. Uh, but it almost has like a, a, a blackness undertone, the way it reflects and, and uh, holds the light. Uh, it's very um, non-descript, just kind of a, a very smooth ring that fits to your finger. Um but as each of you put it on, it seems to gain an initial, uh, which is the the first letter of each of your names. Uh, depending on how many you have, you see those initials lightly scrawled upon it. Do they all look the same? Yeah, for the most part, yeah. Um, they're, they're, they're very much identical. All right. All right. So, you each have a magical ring that allows you to, to hear one another's thoughts. You have your spider cart back, and then I think Corey's got the spare uh, thought-sharing ring. Can we Just work together case. to do a little bit of work to main, like, fix this guy up? I feel bad. Yeah. I have like mending, I think. Him up. I don't know that that'll do anything. Mending would allow you to do a few things. Uh, especially if you're trying to reattach bits and pieces or reattach something new, you could you could do some mending on there. All right, I'll do that. So after a few minutes, you're able to uh, clean up the cart um, and polish off a few of the the metal furnishings on it, uh, fix a couple of the cracks in the the wood, uh, and the cart looks in much better shape. Um, and you see all of the the little. little pat- you give him a little pat. You see all of the little legs underneath kind of moving to keep the balance. And 
much like a cart would normally sit upright on two wheels, it's kind of like tilting back and forth as it's just keeping its balance and holding itself in place because uh, it's on a bunch of the little legs underneath. Um, and as it moves, it makes a very faint tink, 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 tink as the, the metal legs move along. Um, <clears throat> it, is, it is following you at this point as you have kind of given it ownership. Um, and it is about the same size as the cart that you had ridden down before. So you may take that to the mines if you wish, or uh, leave it along. What do we do, party? Uh, do we still want to take him with us? Well, yeah, because he's going to climb the walls for us, right? Yeah. Uh, Eldor, What's that, sir? Eldor? You're you're speaking into the void. I think we definitely need him. All right. Okay. Yeah. Let's bring him. So so let's with head that, down to the mines. Yeah, with that, you're able to bring this cart over to the mines. Uh, and as I had said before, it's it's fairly quiet on this side. Uh, so you're able to make your way into the mine with little to no uh, notice. Uh, other than a few people kind of look at you for dragging around a mine cart, but then they see you going into the mines and uh, kind of brush it off as if maybe you're going in to fix one of the mine carts or replace one for for the the museum portion. Uh, and you get inside, and there's still some uh, stuff strewn about from the kerfuffles that had happened the last couple times you've been through the mines, or the last time you've been through the mines. Um, and at the top where the the minecart track starts, there is no minecart. Uh, there's still wood splinters from the boards that were holding the minecart previously, um, as those had gotten thrown up into the ceiling and exploded. Uh, but no minecart sits at the top. Uh, the the cart that you have with you seems like it could fit on the rails if you wish to do that, or if you wish to walk it all the way down. Up to you. Let's go ahead and walk it all the way down. Or we put it on the wheels and ride it. Oh yeah, that would be faster. Can he stop himself? Can he slow himself down? I'm gonna just like... How did we communicate with this thing before? It was... Wait a minute! had a rope attached to it. Wait a minute! Uh... It's got like little spider legs, right? It does. Yeah. Yeah. Does one of those little spider legs go go beside one of these rings? I mean, if you reach down and try and put a ring on it, you it recesses, could. right? Yeah, got a fifth. Let's see what happens. So as as you reach down and you you set the ring underneath one of uh, the little spider legs, and it the leg steps into it, the ring just kind of clips onto the very end and just becomes like a tiny, tiny little addition near near the end of this the spider leg. To the point where it's not super visible unless you're looking for it. Um, in the back of your minds, you hear, Okay, what are we doing? <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> Who said that? I did. Who's I? And the cart actually turns around in a circle as if it's looking for something. Oh. I'm like waving at it. That's You're... Me. I can hear you. <laughs> I 
Oh my gosh. What are we doing? Um, We're you getting on the rails! yourself to the tracks? Hey, hey, party. Minecarts. Yeah. And he runs over and yeah. hops onto the tracks. And you see all of the legs kind of uh, latch on as if this uh if it was if it was uh created to be there hey 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 party mine we're going i'm gonna go over and hop in i'm gonna just i'm gonna say in my head i'm gonna say don't move no matter how hard i push you okay okay and i'm just gonna try and push can he break and hold himself in place on this thing roll a strength for me please okay I'm very, very, very strong. I got a two. A two. Uh, you give it your all and you push. Uh, the cart doesn't budge. I think we're good. Yeah, let's do it. Let's see what happens. I swear, I swear I just saw Fizz push the cart herself. Did you push the cart, Fizz? <laughs> I I I try to push the cart. Did you roll and they saw a roll go through? Yes. What is what is Fizz's roll? I roll just for the hell of it, and so he saw that. Fizz, Fizz, what is your roll? It's a fourteen. Fourteen. So out out of like uh, nowhere, Fizz walks up and looks around and gives like a a sly shove to see. Like she throws her shoulder into it, and the cart doesn't move at all. Uh, and she. She seems to be okay with herself. Eldor, you do notice this out of the corner of your eye that she like throws a shoulder in as you're pushing, and then she just kind of like walks away like nothing happened. <laughs> Digital dice. Curious that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think we're good. I think this will be able to stop at the bottom, hopefully, instead of blow up. <laughs> or at least could that bring us back. That will be up. nice. Oh, you can bring this up as well. Even think of that. I hate stairs. Mom. Yeah, one way to find out. Like when people look at you, like a bunch of people. Well, I hate that too. Uh, so are you all piling into the cart? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So are we all sitting? Hang on, my mind is picturing this. Is the cart insane? is like this on the wall, right? No, no, it's it's clasped no, onto it's the rails. Oh, yeah. yeah. Never mind. Yeah. So you're all you're all chilling in the cart, ready to go down the rails again. Uh, yeah. And as as you're all inside Yay. the cart, uh, you you hear, please keep all heads, hands, arms, legs, and other appendages within the cart. Enjoy your ride. My mind goes. <laughs> oh my gosh, we. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna have the cart scream out we as it was going down, oh gosh, but wee. not anymore. It, it wasn't that it. kind of we, it was just gonna be wee. Uh so the cart the cart Why not anymore? <laughs> well, not anymore. Like the, the cart went silent because someone <laughs> played my joke before I could. No, uh so so the cart uh, starts moving forward, and you do hear "wee" as you go down, and you you recall 
you recall that there were points that it was Wee. going really, really quickly and just continued to gain speed, and you Wee. felt near liftoff uh, on the first cart that was just on the wheels. This one, you feel like a, a bit of slow momentum on certain spots to keep you all from getting launched out of the cart. Uh, and at, at one point, you hit a curve and, and bank around to the last stretch, and you could have sworn, aside from the clinking and clanking of the, the cart going down the rails, you might have heard, oh, that was close in the back of your heads. Um, and as you get down towards the bottom with the, the smashed cart up ahead, uh, you, you come slowing down to a stop. And in the back of your heads, you hear, well, he didn't hit the brakes. Oh. The, the cart, like, unclips from the rails and then walks off the rails and then comes to a stop and uh, lets you all exit just next to where you had smashed the other cart previously. <laughs> it's not like we did it on purpose. Yeah. We did. Not like you did. <laughs> we did. Uh, as you think that, the cart, goes, the cart goes, you killed that one? Wow. Yes, we're staying in line. You couldn't think. <laughs> Just stay in line. He's <laughs> threatening a cart. Well, better him than me. Carry on, friends. Carry on my wayward friends. Let's do it. Awesome. Uh, so, Corey. I mean, first off, do we see anybody? It's like, quiet down here at this point. You don't see anybody. Uh, you don't hear any noises at the moment other than some echoes that seem to be coming from outside and the party goers uh, kicking off the morning with like some cheering and whatnot throughout town. Um, mm-hmm. And just kind of faint echoes uh, coming through the, the entrance, but not anything emanating from below. All right, cardigan. Where's the stone? It's in the room over there. The one we were in? Yeah, with the table. It's in there. Where? What? Uh, We were there. Yeah, I left. I hit it. I hit it real well. See if you could find it. Tell us where it is. Okay. I'm just going to go excited to try and find this. As as you all move excitedly in, the first room seems to have been like pulled apart and walls shattered in a bit. Uh, Some of the tubing that uh, you had noticed that seemed to be like the receiving room uh, was all ripped out of the wall as if someone was looking behind all of the tubes there uh, and did some major damage uh, to this room. Uh, the the next room, the one that you are intending to go into, has very little damage, some chips in a few of the walls, um, but it seems like whoever had uh, ransacked that first room uh, gave up or uh, didn't find what they wanted in this one. So you're you're in that room that uh, Corey has led you to. Fizz, I interrupted you. Was there something you were going to look for or do? Um... Uh... I was going to say, like, if you don't know specifically where it is, I can try to find it. With I, I know magic. exactly where it is. 
Then get it out, man. Come on. I just want to see. I just want to see if you can find it. I want to know if I hit it well enough. You hear? Is it this? And a very small uh, stone is kind of lifted out from under the cart. Is it this? And another small stone comes out. And you hear like seven or eight times. And on like the eighth time, it's a very, very, very like uh, tiny red fragment of a gem. I mean, he found a gem. That's pretty impressive for a cart. And I'm going to perceive as well, if I can. I want to do a perception check to see where I would point. Is that okay? A perception check? Or what should I do? I can perceive. It's behind a wall somewhere, so the best of your knowledge, uh, you could investigate. We do know it's behind a wall. We just like I, knock on the walls, see if we hear I mean, anything hollow. If it's if it's in that room, it would be behind something or under something. I got a nat twenty on investigation with my plus six modifier. That's a twenty. Uh, Fizz, you might notice that on the floor where there was a burn mark from the table, uh, you see some scratches that look like uh, some powerful claws had scratched it. Um, and then you do notice on the wall that, uh, where the gem is at, that a couple of the stones are not perfectly fit together in place. So ever so slightly off. Uh, but you do also notice that there's scorches across the room and a couple like pickaxe marks in, uh, each of the walls and the floor, as if someone had tried to crack open. I'm going to point at the stones that don't fit. There. There. Fizz turns her her gaze to the wall that uh, Corey had pulled all of the bits and pieces out through the the gem behind and then quickly refashioned it as close as possible. Uh, but there was just a slight gapping in some of the stonework. Corey, so Fizz pointed at the wall that you know that it's behind. Uh, I'll cast uh, Mold Earth again and pull a open it up to reveal it in, uh hiding back in there yeah it indeed is hidden back in this hole that Corey made in the wall so it's sunk into some of the dirt and and stone bits uh in this wall uh but it doesn't come pulling out with the dirt the mark is still there the, the, the stone is still there, there yeah there's now a mess well, on the floor well, in front of where it's at. Don't feel cardigan. It's not that you hit it badly. I'm just that good. I'm <laughs> just that good. Wow. So we should destroy it now, yeah? Yeah. Cool. You think you it? can make a bunch of earth, like pull a bunch of that with that trick, but just like over the entrance? So if somebody uh, does come down here. I'll be like, oh nope. my god, a wall of dirt. Um, may take a while, but it's a, it's not it's not a lot of dirt I can move. It takes time and bits and pieces. It's what five cubic feet? Yeah, something like that. So it's yeah, it's a little bit. I can set a trap or a snare. I can hide. <laughs> I can hide. 
I get can move things. Get get to breaking it, the strong people. Yeah. Who's strong? You. So we have a hand axe and we have a full-on pickaxe. Uh, and it's still Elgor. in the hole in the wall. Yeah, yeah. and Eljor, it is it, it is your size, the full-on pickaxe. It would be too much for Lily or Fizz to swing and definitely too much for Cory to swing. To be fair, a full-on pickaxe is too much me, for though. me to swing. <laughs> They're bigger than I am. And I'm... They're stronger than I am. I'm just... <laughs> you just tall, have the size. You know? <laughs> I'm tall. It doesn't mean I'm strong. Well, it's your what? size, but probably not your weight then. Uh, so I guess it's I whoever... I try and swing it. Whoever I... tries the hand... I can take pickaxe. a try with the hand one then. I think we're all equally weak. <laughs> uh, so I mean, somebody's going to have to help rotate our group. through. So yeah. <laughs> is is this a, a ghost moment where you come behind Eljor and you like help him swing the axe? Just <laughs> uh, so far, I'm I'm literally just looking at the stats as they rotate through, and I can say that uh, Lily, Eljor, and Corey have the same strength as as does Fizz. As does means you're all negative one. So you're this is a help. One. This is a help moment. So we are a smart party. We're just really not strong. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's... Well, I guess I'll swing it then because I'm just as <laughs> strong as everyone else. Tied for first strongest. Well, hold on. I might be able to use tools as a as a gorilla. I have to look I it up. Okay, I'll update him. Let me know. You might be able to use tools as a gorilla, yes, if you if you wish to try. I just don't know how big a gorilla is, or I mean, how strong it is. Probably stronger than minus nine. That's I mean, that's true. Oh, minus one. Yeah. You could be an elephant and step on it. Giant ape, not gorilla. Sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah, I could do it. Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, All right. Does it? I turn into a giant ape. A giant ape. Uh, as you're as you turn into a giant you ape, a uh, you get the pickaxe, and it's just like a small hand tool to you here, um, because I believe a giant ape is what a large size. Right. Uh, it is. Yeah. Well, it's huge, but I can only do large. So. Okay. So you you like stand shoulders up to the ceiling. You're kind of crouched down. So this. This full-on axe is is like a small hand tool for you, and you've got a little bit of space to kind of like, with your forearm, clink down on on the thing. But I'll give you a a help bonus uh, because you've got friends that are squished up against you at this point, uh, and also a advantage bonus because you've got the tool and the the strength. So you get a plus five to whatever you get a advantage roll on. All right. So and if that fails, that. if that fails, then uh, the mine explodes and this is the end of the party. I got to figure out how to. Here we go. Here's my. All down to this. No pressure. We hide in the cart. You all hide in the cart. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm not Because it's way out in another room. Yeah, he's the only one that gets out. Uh, hold on. I put the wrong thing. The Adventures of Cardi. Cardi B. Oh no. I just now only imagine our cart with the voice of Cardi B. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. 
All right. No, Tone the best part is that Jared now has to do that voice. No, I don't have to do that. Okay. <laughs> I don't have to do that. Okay. You, you just, you just. And uh, if this guy dies, oh, so that Cardi B insinuates the the existence of Cardi A. So we must have had another Cardi die. You, you murdered Cardi A. Cardi A you, was the one that crashed. You murdered Cardi this A. This is Cardi B. Yeah. Now this is Cardi B. Oh, jeez. The cart right. goes. The cart goes running off into the abyss on its own. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And you hear, you can't take me alive. <laughs> uh, one was was seventeen. Okay. And then the advantage roll was twenty six. Twenty six. So you uh, you lay into this uh stone, and as you hit it, uh, the tip of the the pickaxe goes into the stone without any sound uh and it splits in half and a man glenn you're gonna be muted <laughs> uh for those of you who missed Sarah's it face. awesome but for those of you who heard it awesome uh so you so you split sorry. the stone in half with zero sound uh but a full nearly blinding light uh, occurs and as that blinding light uh, hits you hear a few screams in like the chasm below uh, out in the main hall and some of them sound more like uh, death wails or screams like the the last of, of life um, and then you hear a bit of a rumble and a, a thud and a clutter of, of like falling uh potentially rocks or, or other large heavy items and in the back of your minds you hear um what did you do there's stones falling and screaming we should probably we should go. <laughs> hop in the uh, back the, it'll be less the weight in the car still glowing the all? gem no the gem has okay. zero glow to it um, and it actually seems to be turning into a dust uh, after it had broken and uh, released whatever magical power in it. I want to turn back into Corrigan, my, my <laughs> normal form, uh, and Bold Earth again to plug the hole like we okay. were never here. There it is. Uh, as, you, as you plug the hole and you head out to the main room, um, you notice that the sounds have stopped. Uh, there's some rubble all over on the, the floors. The cart is standing there teetering a bit more, almost in an anxiousness. Um, and like hovering up from the middle of the, the abyss, uh, there's a very, um, like, oh, a very, very light form of what seems to be uh, like a warrior type, someone clad in armor. Uh, a long flowing cape on their back. Uh, the cape is tattered. The armor's all battered and, and bent in. Um, the eyes that you can see uh, on the helmetless figure uh, are are pure black. Um, and it lets out kind of a hiss and a whisper. 299 dead, but one remains. And then it launches itself up out of the the mine and from what you could tell flies out the door 
That was new. In the cart! Can, can In the, the cart! Is the cart sort of mimic-like? Like, does it have a mouth? Can it drink a potion? From what you can tell, there is no mouth, no. Uh, but you do well, know what helped, working... though, is if you two jumped inside your bag, you flew, and then he carries me. We go up quick and quick, I drop you out, and then we see what's going on. I didn't fully... El just I'm quickly... the cart and then just tell him to go because I'm not waiting. <laughs> El quickly blurted out, jump into the bag, and then he'll hold on to it, hide in the cart, and uh, there's only really one body in the cart. And then it seems that our, our fairy friend can fly out. Okay, what... so I hop in the cart and hop in my bag. Don't drop me. I'll get in my bag. I'll get in I the bag. I promise. So, so Lily and Fizz are in the... the the white room we with the plant them, buddy, and everything. We got him, buddy, and I tie it up. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. We, we got them. Just, just... <laughs> Now's your chance. Into the abyss with them. But I'm hearing it, and I'm like, you mother... <laughs> you know what? There's... Seal the bag with wax or something. We're good. <laughs> now let's go in the palace with the king. Uh, but as, as you thought all that out, and you were, like, kind of shouting it to the group, the cart rushes over uh, and latches onto the rails. And in the back of everyone's mind, who's close enough here, uh, you hear, hold on for dear life. I'm not making any promises. And uh, Eldro, you get thrown back in the cart and it makes its way up the, the same path at epic speeds. Um, it gets to that curve and you feel the cart lift on one side and, and clamp back down and you hear, whoa, that was even closer. And <laughs> uh, at this point, Corey, you don't seem to hear the cart or the thoughts of uh, the rest of the group as you're flying straight up. Uh, so there seems to be a distance that when you've split from the rings doesn't allow the rings to work. Um, and then you you all make it up to the top, and and the and the grouping of all of your uh, back of your heads uh, as you've gotten close to Corey, you hear that was fun. Let's not do that again. <laughs> and as you walk out of the uh, of the mine and look across town, uh, you hear some oohs and ahs, and you get a glimpse of the castle, and the the tallest tower of the castle has a bright blue light shooting straight out the top of it to the point where it looks like that light blasted through the, the ceiling of the castle. Uh, and the rooftop is kind of uh, shattered on that on that tower. Uh, and this is where we're going to leave it. There's something that has happened in the castle and doesn't look good. Um, yeah, so as a reminder, for those of you who just heard or did not hear fully uh the one spirit creature thing had said 299 dead but one remains and then flew off <clears throat> so we'll be back in two weeks uh and that will be the the arc finale here uh we i know we just came back but we might take a short break as we uh get the next arc in line so uh, what you will most likely see is 
we'll be playing. Let me look at my calendar the here so I can give you dates. 29th? Uh, so we'll be pay- playing on the 29th as our next episode. Um, and because we've been on first and third Saturdays, what that will mean is instead of playing on the 5th, we're, we're going to be off that week. Uh, we will let you know if we'll be back on the 12th and 26th or if we'll be back on the 19th, which is the third week of February. Stay uh, in touch with us through our Discord and through our Instagram, and you will get to uh, see a bit more as to what the next arc has. But until then, see you in two weeks. Uh, Take a look at our our podcasts to catch up. And uh, thank you all for tuning in. Happy New Year, everybody. We're so happy to be back. And uh, who are we raiding tonight, Sir Ahoy? I don't know. I'm working on it. Oh, Sir Ahoy is working on it. So... With all of that, uh, hang tight for just a second as we go raid somebody. Uh, As a reminder, we always raid at the end of our shows where we can because you've shared some some love and excitement here. Uh, We we like to share the love to other streamers and say hi. If for nothing else, just say that uh, we've got Cardi B as our friend and uh, there we go. Um, Thanks, party. Now I've got to, I've got to listen to like Cardi B interviews to give you what you really truly want. So what I we really hear, really want. What you really 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 want. Uh, and um, yeah, I guess maybe we'll get more baby elephants next time too. It'll be a full on circus. Squeak. I hear dog, dog squeaks, squeaks back there. Happy dog squeaks. Lots of dog squeaks. Lots <laughs> of dog squeaks. And this is a squeaky dog right here. The other one's down here reverse sneezing like nonstop. So we're going, we're going. I push the button. Push the button. Then it will happen. Off we go. Uh, See See you soon. soon. I'm I'm gonna go to our our video and uh, party on.